Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. Today's date You're is... bringing us a level of excitement and energy that I'm not prepared for right now. If you could tone that down. Hey, everybody. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm Robert Ring. This is episode 79. Today's date is April 7th, 2017. With me is Blake Corey. Hey! And hey. Jay will be here in like eventually. 15 Eventually. Supposedly about 15 minutes. We were sitting around like, where the hell's Jay? And like I heard from him like 45 minutes ago. He was like, yeah, okay, I got... I, I even told... What the fuck? I even said like, specifically... I, this is the amount of time until we're starting because <laughs> I know he always gets the times confused. And then I just texted him and he said, Oh shit. Forgot time change on my way home. 15 minutes. What a so, God. What a, what a, what a great team player. He is. <laughs> yeah. That pretty much sums Jay up right there. Yeah. Um, what's been going on Blake? Anything special? It's been like three um, weeks. Um, What? It's been like three weeks. Something special must. Yeah, have it's been a while. Which you know, it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, um, I mean, new? with me, nothing really major. I mean, there's been a ton of new releases. I'm finally not feeling all that depressed anymore. That's pretty dope. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, that's really good. Really, really good. Yeah, super good. That's the best thing. It's all downhill from here, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's my life. It's all downhill from everything <laughs> forever. So you know. Whatever. Except for now, it's uphill. Um, uh, yeah, Maybe. an uphill struggle. Okay. Because Jay's not here. <laughs> what a dick. We'll we'll give him some. Uh, we'll make him. We'll reprimand him for it later. Yeah. He's getting a. Uh, he's, he doesn't a get a raise. Stern talking to. Yeah. Perfect. Uh. Nothing super awesome happened to me. I did go. Um, oh yeah the other thing the other great thing for me i should specify okay. is uh i'm doing my taxes tomorrow man oh fun yeah woo that's awesome Kill me i got mine done early this year i finished them like almost a month ago i thought about it but then there were a few things that i wanted to look into um i thought that twitch screwed up with some of the papers they've given me no they didn't screw anything up it's just i have to handle it in a completely different way so um yeah that's great. Taxes are so confusing to me. Well, when you're self-employed, it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And every word in that sentence I just used is capitalized. Worst thing <laughs> in the world. Capital W, capital T, capital I, wow, capital even the T I? again, capital... Yeah, yeah, I know it's not supposed to be, but it is. It is, it just is. because that's, that's, that's how, how bad how... this is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we'll go and jump into news. All right. We uh, I want to talk a little bit about. Well, I don't know if maybe this is, will come up when we talk about the games we played, or not. But uh, I've I was able to spend a day over uh, visiting Jay when I was in Phoenix to uh, see my family, and we got to play some stuff. And uh, I'm gonna have to give actually yeah because we'll, I'll have to give him some shit for pretty much everything that happened. So uh, that'll be that that'll give you something to look to look forward to in the next ten or ten minutes or so. Uh. News. Where's news? Where do I have news? News, news, news. Who's got the news? Okay, so. StarCraft 1. Which one should I start off with? Which which news uh, about StarCraft 1? There's multiple news about StarCraft 1. I didn't know that. There are two news about it. One. And two news is <laughs> the <laughs> thing we've ever done. 
<laughs> the f- I guess the main news about it is that the, uh, StarCraft One Remastered is uh, coming out very soon. Yeah. Actually, uh, this summer. I guess not a big deal for me. I'm not here on StarCraft, but for everybody else, that's pretty cool. Did you ever own StarCraft Two? Um, like, no. Did you- okay, no. I-, I didn't know if you ever even tried it out. I knew you weren't yeah. like a star, like a big fan. Yeah. I also thought maybe that was a prerequisite for uh, writing for EGs. You had to at least you had to own the game. Uh, Should have been maybe, but yeah. Wasn't <laughs> anyway, so StarCraft One Remastered is coming out this summer. Uh, I think this is going to be pretty cool um, because, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure. I've heard people like go both ways on this. It seems like the general consensus is that most people really don't like the way the, the game looks anymore. The original Starcraft one, but I have had a few people tell me, no, the graphics hold up really well. So I don't really know what the consensus is. I think it's yeah. that it doesn't look good, but I could be wrong. But anyway, for the original, not for Starcraft two for the original. Yeah. Um, it's not terrible, but it's not like it's good either. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there, I mean, like it's basically just a, a graphical overhaul. All the mechanics and everything are staying the same. I'm sure it'll also be like, uh, like 4K or you know maybe not 4K, but like at least you know, like the size of modern day monitors. So probably you can see more of the map. I doubt they're just kind of like doing the like zoom in, stretch out thing. Yeah, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I would just imagine that would be pretty crucial if you're gonna if you're gonna make a remaster. If you're gonna remaster, you better do it fucking rain, dude. Right. Uh, so that's going to be pretty cool, I think. And maybe I can uh, beat Jay in that game again and talk about it. And then he like pretends that he doesn't remember us ever playing. Just like he does whenever we talk about it. And, and that'll be a fun time. I'm just staying out of this right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. And the other news about StarCraft 1 is that they're uh, releasing the original version for free. They haven't done huh. yeah, they haven't done it yet. Supposedly, I, I I couldn't find a whole lot of information on this. I found like where they said they were doing it, but like I couldn't really like the the some place I saw said it was supposed to come out at the end of March, but that didn't happen. But but that is going to happen apparently. Um, so that was that was actually the, what I heard first. I was like, oh wow, sweet, they're releasing Starcraft One for free. That'll be fun. I mean, even though I already own the game, I was like, oh, that'll still be cool to like go back and play and then. I was like looking into it more, and it was like, "Yep, yeah, it's because they're re- remastering it." I was like, "Holy shit!" I don't know how how I missed that, but yeah. So those two those two newses are pretty cool. I think those two newses. Um, and that's actually that's all. oh no, there is one other news thing. We've go? got one other news. One other, <laughs> yeah, another news. Um, I just lost it, but uh, fucking hell, Planescape Torment. Is also getting a remastered version. Really? Yeah, and I think um, I'm trying to pull up the information. I just had it pulled up, and I think I might close it or something. Um, I think basically what it is, it's got like like better resolution. the The graphics are are not remastered, but it just runs at like a like a higher like resolution screen size, pretty much. Apparently, the the soundtrack is. Um, I don't think they. I think they kind of just remastered the existing soundtrack. I don't think they like rescored it or anything like that. It seems like they kind of put together a lot of what tons of uh, like mods for it do. 
Like when I played Planescape like a year ago for the podcast, I was kind of looking into it and everybody was like, yeah, you definitely have to use like this, these three or four or five mods. And it was like, they basically make it run at, you know, a, a good screen size and uh, make like the interface a little bit easier to use and just did like a couple like little mm. like quality of life type things like that. Uh, and it seems like this is kind of pretty much do the same thing. Let's see. Here's a description on GOG. Uh, Planescape Torment Enhanced Edition will feature the unaltered version and the enhanced edition in one definitive uh, blah, 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 blah. Where is it? Where does it say what? Come on. Gameplay updates, bug fixes, enhancements. Re okay, remastered. Okay, yeah, 4K interface, remastered music. Um, modern features such as tab highlighting, area zooming, combat log, quick loot. So it's not like a remaster in the sense that like they overhauled the graphics or anything like that. It's just kind of they made everything work a little bit better. Which is good because a lot of those old CRPGs could use that. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, a lot of those are really rough. Just when it comes to like the interface even. Yeah. Like the, I can't play through Fallout 1 and 2 because of how frustrating and painful it is to play those user interfaces, those UIs. It's yeah. bad. It is. So uh, so this is going to be $20 and it's coming out... Actually, four days from now, April. It'll probably be out by the time this podcast is out. April 11th is when it says it's coming out. Huh, nice. Yeah. So that's all I've got for news. I guess we are... Um, I mean, there's been some other news. Anything? I'm trying to remember some of it, but a lot of, like not so much retro stuff. There was um, okay. this whole G2A debacle with uh, Gearbox. Oh, yeah. Gigantic blow. Oh, the other one, the Persona. We need to talk about Persona. Huh, that's what I wanted. Uh, so Gearbox okay. is selling Bullet, Storm, HD, Super Duper, Duke Nukem Edition, whatever the fuck the name of it is. Wait, is it, uh, wait that's not a Duke Nukem game, is it? No, it's not okay. Duke Nukem, okay. but okay. You, pl you can play as Duke Nukem. Oh. <laughs> and it probably has the voice pack as well. I haven't looked into it because I don't care because I hate Gearbox already. What's Turns Bullet out Storm? that they gave me more reason to hate these guys. <laughs> Because... Wait, 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 hold on. First of all, let's back up. Where, why do you hate... What is Bulletstorm and why do you already hate Gearbox? Before? Well, Bulletstorm is a first-person shooter with some dumb, over-the-top gameplay stuff. Like, you kick guys into briar patches and they die kind of stuff. Okay. It's very over-the-top, very silly, and it seems like it, the concept is fine and everything. But... Um, the reason I hate Gearbox is because uh, a lot of the people working there have been massive dickheads, especially the president, Randy Pitchford is a gigantic, annoying douchebag who does nothing but ever make himself look terrible. Okay. Uh, there was the... There's a whole lot of drama. It's never been confirmed, but it's it's all but confirmed. It's pretty wild, widely believed that when they did uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, was that the new one? Oh, that yeah, yeah. They used money from that that was supposed to... that was put up by other companies to go towards the development of that game. They used it for developing Borderlands 2. They've also stolen art assets from people, uh, lots of shady shit like that. Um, and so I hate them. Okay. I think the games are overrated wildly. Borderlands 1 was interesting and really fun. Uh, and then Borderlands 2 came along and was like, look at how quirky we are. It just got very old very fast. Not to mention all of the shady shit that the company has done. Okay. Question, um, what did you play? There he is. Hello. We're still doing news right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did you play? <laughs> what is the news? 
<laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, we'll we'll do go back to StarCraft in a minute, but right now oh, we're talking yeah. about the Bullet Storm G two A team up. Um, so Gearbox to sell their Duke Nukem edition of Bullet Storm teamed up with Gearbox. Gearbox is widely known for essentially being thieves or G two A. Or yeah, what did I say? Gearbox. You yeah, said Gearbox I mean, teamed up with Gearbox. Yeah. Gearbox teamed up with G2A, and G2A is widely known. Uh, they have a very bad reputation for being thieves and selling keys to games that they shouldn't be selling. Stuff like that. So they basically give thieves a place to sell their keys off. They act as like a fence, almost, for illegal keys that have been stolen, mm. and uh, they sell them, quote, legally afterwards. So they... Well... <laughs> Uh, so they teamed up together, and that's been a huge blow-up. Everybody's pretty pissed off about it for pretty good reason, I would say. Uh, and the best part is that Gearbox was like, wait, these guys have a bad reputation? Why is that? <laughs> They're like, what? Uh, <laughs> so Randy put out some demands to Gearbox, Randy. or to G2A. And I don't know what happened after this. Like, right when I went live today is when all this shit was going down. G2A responded and said that they were not going to meet the demands that uh, that Randy had given them. That they were not going to. Oh, I, okay. I hadn't heard that. Much. So I don't know what's happened afterwards. I don't know if Gearbox is like, well, I mean, we're already partnered with him anyway. Yeah. Here. So whatever fallout happened with that, I got to look into at some point. Fallout um, 3 happened with it. Shut the fuck up. God. <laughs> So the other big news that I wanted to talk about is that Atlas has shot themselves in the foot harder than any company has in the last, like, five years. And I'm talking harder than Nintendo has. Persona 5 came out a few... Yeah, it's that bad. It's at least at the same level, if not worse. I can't wait to hear this. Persona 5 came out a few days ago, and a lot of friends of mine were looking forward to watching streams of it and looking forward to streaming it. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, well, there's a lot of hype around this game. A lot of my friends are... A lot. So Atlas USA came out, like, the day that this happened, and they were like, hey, by the way, make sure that you read our streaming rules for the game. Mm -hmm. Their streaming rules say shit like, make sure that there's not an emphasis uh, on the cutscenes of the game. Emphasis of the stream and content should focus on exploration of Tokyo and exploration of dungeon crawling. What does that mean? It means that you're not supposed to sit there and look at the cutscenes a lot, I guess. It's, it's the most wishy-washy form of bullshit possible. It's legalese is what it is. It's legal speak for, we'll fuck you over if we want to. Uh, the next thing, this isn't even the worst part. The next thing that they say is, oh, you shouldn't stream the game past the date 7-7 because the game works off of an in-game calendar. And they say, oh, yeah, you shouldn't stream past the date 7-7. You're you're not what? allowed to stream past that. Oh, pa- oh, past the the in-game date seven. Yeah, the in-game okay. date. Yeah. Would you okay. have to like change a clock in order to get to that date, or is it just naturally come about? No, it just that's the way the game progresses. What Persona is to explain, it's a JRPG, and you're a student in a high school, and so your days or weeks. I think it goes by weeks. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I played one of them, but it's based on um, like your school life, and so you'll spend a week your week at school. And then on the weekend or at night or whatever it is, um, you go off and you do this dungeon diving with your pocket monsters. It's, 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 a, it's a lot like Pokemon. Uh, you basically bring a monster with you and you and your crew are going off trying to save the world kind of shit. 
And um, so then you'll finish up your dungeon crawl, you'll go back home, and then the next week will start, or the next day. I think it goes by weeks, I'm pretty sure. And so they say, oh, yeah, you can't stream past 7-7. Seven, seven. You're not allowed. What the so fuck? Like, what? Okay, why? For one, what that heavily implies is that there is a plot twist. That's what I was going to say. That kind of... It, it's a big yeah. spoiler of like, hey, no, 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 you're not supposed to go past there, please. Ha ha ha. Right. Don't look behind uh, the curtain. Mention, Don't look behind the curtain. Not to mention that uh, part of it feels like they're implying that they think people are too stupid to realize that they're going to see the spoilers. But if I had to guess what it actually is, is they're like, there's a plot twist right around 7-7 or in the next week. And they don't want people getting it for free off of a stream. They want people to have to go find Oh, Christ. Them. Do they really think they, that's the same as playing through the game? They think they, <laughs> they think so. That, that's my speculation. I haven't played the game, so I don't know. It's like know reading Spark Notes. That's like an author getting pissed about somebody reading the Spark yeah. Notes book or something. <laughs> it's like, I can't say for sure, but that's my speculation because as a company, that I feel like that's the only thing that makes sense. The only way that this decision in general makes any kind of sense is if there's some big plot twist on 7-7 and they're like, we'll make them go buy the game themselves to find out what happens next. Or we um, can let people promote your game for free and then... Exactly. They don't, they don't want understand to buy that this is... Free that, that, kind of, uh, that kind of approach is so backwards... Uh, be, uh, what's the word? Not beside the times. Behind. There we go. Yeah. Right. Behind. <laughs> beside the times. Words are fucking hard, all right? Friday, you're good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. Beside <laughs> the times. No, that sounds right. Good enough. Yeah. It works. Um, it's just such a behind the times approach to streaming. And not to like, this makes me never want to buy another Atlas product, period, because a lot of them that I would want to buy, it's because I would want to stream them. Games like Etrian Odyssey, which is a first person dungeon crawler, much like uh, Wizardry. And I grew up on Wizardry. I loved Wizardry. And I was thinking at some point of streaming Etrian Odyssey, especially if we got a new one released here in the States anytime soon. Now, why would I want to do that? Why would I want to waste like 60 bucks on a game that I'm supposed to be using to help grow and develop my channel that I will also help probably sell a couple copies of because I've even helped sell copies of Final Fantasy Fort or Final Fantasy 15 for fuck's sake. A triple A title that people were like, all right, I'm going to go out and buy a PS4 for this now. Thanks for playing this and getting me into it. Like... Why would I, I want to do that? I can't tell you how many games I played specifically because I watched somebody stream. I'm yeah, exactly. Dead serious. Yeah, it's yeah, happened really. to me That's multiple true. times, and I too am a streamer myself. Yeah, yeah, same here. Like I've and almost like, bought a lot of those oh. like H1Z1 type games in particular, just because people make it look so fun. Yep. Like, <laughs> I've thought about those a few times myself. There was uh, the Culling. I watched a few people play yeah. Culling a while back, which is now like completely dead. <laughs> No one plays it. All of them it. are dead. I mean, the dinosaur one's dead. H1Z1's not as big because that unknown player. Battlefield Player like Unknown Battlegrounds came out. Yeah, everybody's yeah. playing that. The game looks really fun. <laughs> you gonna buy it? Um, I'm thinking about it. If, if I get enough cancerous people to play with, I think I will. Just because yeah. you need cancerous people to make that more, oh, yeah, more fun. Because sure. we would just kill each other. You stupid while playing that game. Exactly, exactly. Like, you need to become a complete degenerate. There's just no way around it. So, yeah, Atlas has completely fucked themselves. What the hell? Like I know, I know streamer friends. Uh, there's a guy, Rom Scout. He returned the game because he was so disappointed in that policy. He was going to stream it, and he just literally can't. That's fucking stupid. That sucks. It's. it's it, I think you said it best. I mean, they're literally shooting themselves in the foot in a marketing perspective. That's what's. It's so funny to me because, like, I, you know, I have very limited experience marketing, and when I worked for Cool Master, I always question myself. But then I see companies like that, and I'm like, 
I could run. You're like, I'm a god. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm a god. Throw him with my damn croissant. Like, it just... I might not be good, but I'm not bad. Yeah, I'm not that bad. And this like, right here, this is a bad PR move. Like, just imagine if you interacted with the streamers on Twitter and Twitter and, like, encouraged their streams and promoted them. And then, then in them in turn would retweet and promote your brand and promote yeah. your social media. It's like holy yeah. shit! Like Imagine that, this. Think about this. Idea. Think about this. What if you made a video game and like streamers all over the place were wanting to stream it? Would you be like, no, no, hey guys, just make sure you don't stream this part and that part. Yeah. Like, don't go too far into the game. Like, don't do this. Or would you be like, fuck yeah, get that shit out there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Like for me, I was I've been hearing people in my chat asking me for the last month, God since the year turned over since 2017 started. People have been like, "Hey, do you think you're going to play Persona 5?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I've never been that big on Persona games." And the last week before this whole thing blew up, I was like, "You know what? Maybe I'll just suck it up and play a Persona game and see how much I enjoy it." And maybe playing it on stream will be pretty cool for me maybe i'll just play it differently than the way that i've that i played the others i don't want to get into it but i can't get into the persona games because i have two different ways that i approach games and one is i like doing playthroughs without knowing everything about the game doing it blind not having stuff spoiled not reading walkthroughs yeah. and then the other side of me is super completionist and you can't have both of those playthroughs at the same time on a persona game and that frustrates me um so I was like, maybe I'll just say screw it and just do like a walkthrough playthrough or a playthrough where I just don't 100% it and it'll be cool. And then this whole thing happened. I was like, never fucking mind not so, touching that game ever. So have you not played any of the other ones? I've played through a little bit of Persona 3 up to like maybe a third of the way through the game. Mm. And um, there was a few factors in it that were kind of frustrating for me. But the big one was the thing where it's like, I want to max out my save file, but that means reading a walkthrough and knowing, like, following a step-by-step guide on exactly what to do, and I didn't want to do that. Okay. So you don't really have a good sense of whether you like them in general or not. Yeah, like, I, from what I've played, I don't, in, I don't enjoy the way that it's approached. Okay. There are other things, like Persona 3 had a problem where all of your allies are AI-controlled and shit like that that gets really frustrating. Um, but aside from that, they're okay. I've played through some of the other Shin Megami games. I, well, I've only really played one of them. Uh, I've played through one of the Devil Summoner games, Devil Summoner 2, Raido Kuzunaha, and the Devil Army, or something like that. And it's essentially the same idea, same overall gameplay structure. Uh, and I, I enjoyed it to a degree. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, so. That's really disappointing. It, it's really sad that, that companies are still making mistakes like this, even though there's this vast, infinite resource of information on the internet. You know, just, you can see other companies how, doing it properly. These companies still are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just and part up. of me has to wonder, are they getting numbers from somewhere that say, hey, by the way, uh, this game got <laughs> streamed a lot and not as many people bought it as... Well, yeah, if you cover your ears and close your eyes... Yeah, but it's just so <laughs> mind it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't doubt that at all. I just found. I just saw that Gearbox has pulled out of the G two A deal. Okay, wow. they did. Nice, good. Yeah. It says as there has been no public movement from G two A by the time Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition launched now on PC. Oh, it's apparently already launched. Said Gearbox head of this is from. I'm getting this from uh, Waypoint. Uh, Gearbox Publishing will be doing their part to not directly support a marketplace that did not make 
The new public commitment to protecting customers and developers requested by Gearbox Publishing. Jeez, you could have just said we're we're out. <laughs> <laughs> we outie, oh, yeah. dog. So there's that. That's good. Smart. Yeah, yeah, that good. is good. They actually Protect your consumers. Vision for once. Got some good news. Got some good news. Jay, how do you feel about StarCraft Remastered? I'm very excited, actually. I'm super excited about you're, it. Oh, you're, yeah. You guys go ahead and take over with it. You're, yeah. You're, well, you already kind of spilled the beans, but yeah. So Blizzard announced that this summer they're going to release a remastered StarCraft One and StarCraft Brood War that will be its own separate client. We found out, correct, Robert? And it's going to cost money, right? Well, I, th- I mean, I think it's through the oh. the Battle Net client. Um, we needed to talk about something with else with Blizzard after you guys are done with this. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. but no, yeah, it's it. it, it I mean, yeah, you got to pay for it. But no, it's. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know what you mean by its own client. It, like it, basically separate from StarCraft One and StarCraft Brood War. If you. Oh yeah, yeah, games, no, yeah. It's its own right. piece of software. Yes. I thought I saw something about if you own the originals, you would get it, but apparently not. It's just. It's okay no, the but, they are, but they are. But they re- are going to give out the original version for free now. Oh, that's or, what I. Okay, or that's what I not right now, but supposedly so, I, supposedly sooner than that. I couldn't so, find any hard information. On there's there. a lot of people discussing this because, you know, it's updated graphics. The controls are a little bit cleaner from what I've heard. Um, the game just looks and feels a lot better from what people are saying. There's a lot of theories as to why Blizzard did this. Uh, a lot of people are thinking it's because all the Kore- all the professional Koreans who play StarCraft 2 are going back to playing Brutor. And yeah. Blizzard wants to try and grab that market. That's like the only... Yeah, it's a way for them to get money. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's a way for them to get back into their own market. I mean, more or less, is if they can... If they can launch this and the Koreans pick it up, because you know StarCraft One is really big there again. You know, if they re-release this and it actually has a lot of hype behind it and people play it, it also means and this is what kind of a lot of people are anticipating is if Blizzard remakes StarCraft, why can't they remake Diablo Two? Why can't they remake Warcraft? You know, so that's kind of where people's heads are. Because right there's now. not as much of a market for it because they're pricks. I think Warcraft actually would have been the smarter thing to remake personally. Really? I think Warcraft would have had actually, a bigger. We were talking about that. I think if they yeah. this might be the start of them doing some more HD stuff. Yeah. I hope. I that too. was kind of my my question. I was like, so since StarCraft got this, when is Warcraft 3? Personally, I love StarCraft to death. Obviously, you guys know my history with it. I would much rather prefer to Warcraft because I don't know that universe. Like, not the universe, sorry. I don't know that game to the level that I know StarCraft, so it'd be very fun to explore and learn everything and you know become knowledgeable. If this game becomes big, I will more than likely step back into casting just because it's so exciting. And I would love to see this scene have a lot of resurgence and grow and develop like it did and obviously we have the tools and the teams and the structure to actually support it this time and it's not just riding in the coattails of twitch you know? or it's not just own literally only south korea playing the game yep or competitively i'm very excited about this i i'm very very excited to play this i'm, I'm hoping that it's the thing that i'm concerned is if they blizzard goes well we're gonna remake it we're gonna update the graphics we're also gonna add some minor things and we're gonna tweak some of the units and it's like oh whoa, 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 what happened what happened to you know just <laughs> updating it and all of a sudden you know we have starcraft 2 in starcraft 1 universe like i don't want <laughs> you know that more or less yeah i don't think that'll happen i'd be pretty sure i mean uh, you, you can't tell blizzard you, you no they you're, are you're right. amazing at fucking shit up but so. i would i would even with this i would be like i could see that if maybe they announced this like three years ago but they, like this is coming out this summer. I mean, they they don't. Really oh, have time I don't know. To do that. When did the last expansion come out for StarCraft Two? Beginning last year, I think. Right. Okay, then uh, I, I think this is the only time they could have announced something like this. 
like I said, yeah, maybe so. That's, that's, November that's, that's 2015. True. Wow. Wait, that was, that was it? Was that long? Oh, wow, the last really? expansion? A uh, year and a half ago. Huh. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. Okay. They they have done some pretty good patches for it. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, for Legacy of the Void and stuff, which is kind of cool. But this is exciting. I mean, I think it's I think it's the right step for them to make. I think they pushed Heart of the Swarm was a downward sort of spiral. A lot of people didn't really like Heart of the Swarm as much, and then Legacy of the Void was that much worse. And so, you know, oh, it I'm, was worse. I didn't play. Oh yeah, Legacy of the Void was got like awful reception in terms of like the multiplayer and professional play. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Jay, I'm wondering how long, how many tries do you think it's going to take before you can beat me in StarCraft 1 Remastered? Uh, I could probably do it with one hand and my dick on the keyboard, I'm thinking. Is that why, is that, what did you try, like, only your dick the last time we played and that's why you lost? <sighs> I underestimated you, Roberto, I'm sorry. I'll never underestimate you again. Okay, I think you already are. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Just, okay. ca- just like, uh, well, hold on, what, uh, what game... Are you going to talk about during... Because I, I got a Today? couple questions to ask you. Yeah, what, what game I'm going to briefly talk about two games, and I'm going to talk about one game in particular. Do you want me to say which game I'm going to talk about? Uh, tell me what consoles. It's a fighting game. Oh, fuck yourself. Oh, it's a fight. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. <I'm sure laughs> okay, well, yeah. We'll just I forgot no, we that's, played. That's fine. I forgot that's cool. we played. That's cool. That's fine. Oh, man. This is going to be fun. So, um, <laughs> it is, yeah. So were we done with the StarCraft thing? I think so, yeah. yeah I'm good. Okay. So the other big news with Blizzard recently is that Battle.net is no more. Oh, uh, I didn't know I remember the Blizzard that. App launcher. Okay, I remember that. Um, huh. Like they announced that a while back. I didn't know that that was actually. Yeah, it rolled so out D- a week or two what ago. What all servers and everything? Like, what about D two? I D2? think it's it's just a rebrand. It's nothing else. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because the icon changed. Yes, yeah. I did see this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's just the Blizzard app now instead of Battle.net. The end of a fucking era, man. Like 20, 20 years. Almost 30 years? <laughs> no, it wasn't almost 30. It wasn't oh, no, long. you're right. Sorry. 20 years, yeah. 20, years. 20 to 25, somewhere around there. And, like, that's the end of an era right there. Yeah. Remember yeah. the ads at the top of Battle.net? You'd accidentally click oh, on them, and it would take God. an eternity to minimize, and you get pissed off, and then you come back, and your colors are all fucked up, and your friends are like, where are you? Where are you? And then you can't <laughs> figure out who your friends are, and it's really hard to message people, and your friends list is fucked, and every two weeks, your password gets fucked. Sounds like my real life. Account. God, the dream. It made <laughs> gaming dream. so much more fun. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, I just launched it. And uh, it was it still said Battle.net for me, but then when I launched it, it turned into a Blizzard app. Yeah, the icon yeah. hasn't been renamed. I don't know if they. That's can interesting. Do that. I mean, that's good in a sense because it means they're gonna support all their old games into one client, which is good. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'd imagine that all of them still work, um, but or maybe the the Battle.net or Battle no, that works. Or maybe Blizzard app is only for the newer games and stuff like Diablo 2 will still be run through Battle.net. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure that's, a good, that's a good assumption. I'm looking at the list and I don't see any of the old games on here. Yeah. So. I've got, you know, here yeah. I can boot up Diablo 2. I've got it installed leading up to us someday playing it. Yeah, I installed it too because I thought we were going <laughs> to I thought we were going to one day play also. <laughs> Jay. Hi. It still mentions Battle.net in there. When you launch it, and don't yell at me, Robert. There's the updater, <laughs> blah blah blah. So yeah. Anyway. Okay. Oh, Blake, I got you a new Twitch uh, viewer today. Uh, oh, one yeah? of the girls on my team 
I was talking to her. She was she was like, oh yeah, I really like games like you know like Binding of Isaac. I was like, oh, that's funny oh, enough. And I kind of told her a little bit of your background. She's like, he streams that on Twitch. I'm like, yeah, it's, he streams that for the most part. Or he did in the past. Well, I used to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I might like, do a little bit of it again somewhat soon, but not. Well, I told her like, you can watch vods of it and stuff like that. And she's like, oh my god. She's like, what's his name? And I was like, this thug right here. <laughs> this thug. Did you uh, did you tell her I ran it at GDQs? I told her that you did some competitions of it. I didn't mention GDQ okay, yeah, though because okay. I forgot. Yeah. Is do you let girls watch your stream? I don't know. Dude, I have such a female viewer base. It's actually really weird. (laughs) Could you imagine half of the people that talk in my chat sometimes? Like half of them are actually females. It's crazy. It's that fucking beard, though. It really is. My beard's out of control. (laughs) It's shameful. I need to trim this some bitch up. I had to shave mine again. I'm sad. No work appropriate. You're scaring the children. When is Twitch going to ban beards, do you think? Oh, God, never. <laughs> you kidding? Twitch gets money from that shit, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Don't shake the... Your beard is like their cash cow. <laughs> we... <laughs> Girlfriend and I are actually signed up for the Dollar Shave Club. So am I. I actually mean... Oh, I got that. That'll well. nice. be good. All hey, of us are on Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, that's, that's funny. We need to get them... We need to... <laughs> they probably would. Have you guys heard about the shit with YouTube, by the way? I have, yeah. I actually didn't bring that because I was like, That is absolutely mind-blowing. Wait, what happened? So the short version, you go ahead. Um, I don't do know. If I want, do I even want to know? Essentially, I mean, it's it's, it's actually really interesting. It's it's they really blacklisted scary. some people as the shortest version. Well, some a bunch people, of some, yeah. like, some people uh, are like like they're content. not getting money from their ads. Well, it's the, it's like, more than that. ads aren't, aren't even running on their channel. Yes. Yeah. It's not even so. So in essence, Wall Street Journal launched an article basically saying that YouTube promotes racism and hate speech because they're allowing videos that have racial slurs and promote hate speech to be monetized. And they posted these these uh, vods from or videos from YouTube, and they were like, "Oh, look at all these views these racist people have. Look how much money they're making." Well, YouTube came out and said, "Well, these videos only have like 24 views. We didn't know they were there, and they made like a dollar fifty or something." And there's like a bunch of these videos. So but by that time, a bunch of people, of course, got their pitchforks together and started reaching out to the, oh, the advertisers like Coke. And I think it was Porsche and some yeah. other like large advertisers on YouTube and said, why are you supporting racism? Blah, blah, blah. <sighs> and so immediately Coke and, and Porsche and all these other brands pulled their ads off YouTube and said, you need to fix this shit. We're not going to run our ads on there. So now YouTube doesn't have enough ads to go around for all the content creators. So all these people that make a living off of creating content on YouTube. Well, it's not even just that they don't have enough ads to go around. There are literally people that are paying for to have their ads run on specific channels, on specific YouTube channels. Oh, to avoid and the ads, what well, sort of? Yeah, they're like, I like this person's demographic. I want my ads to be run here, and those ads are not getting run on their channels. The impressions yeah, like are literally not happening. Cutted by a bunch of uh, advertisers because of some false racism yeah. thing that came out. Yeah. But it, it's it's obscene. Like something this small created this big fire and now youtube they're, they're stating they're they're gouging millions of dollars a day right now like they're I'm just bleeding surprised. money because oh. they don't have enough advertisers <laughs> like it's it's insane how quick this shit escalates because and wall street journal's under a lot of scrutiny by anybody who does any research because they allowed this guy <laughs> to promote this article that is absolutely false it's that's 99 percent of media though it's just that people don't know it's about true. it womp, it's, just, womp. it's making it easier to identify the credible sources though because it's like okay they're done they're done they're done fake news fake news <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sucks that fake news became such a like oh, ribbing people meme because yeah. it's like a real fucking thing. There's so yeah, much shitty, bad yeah. fake news out there, and it's like, all right, yeah, you're laughing at it because of Trump, but ninety like all of these websites you read, man, they suck. Yep, it's a bunch yeah, of fabricated shit. 
it's really sad because people who like you know make good content on YouTube who make like quality yeah. content are now struggling to make a living. They're making somewhere between thirty and forty percent of what they were making prior. One of the people I listened to it's talk crazy. about this said that they are having like a record month for them as far as views, and they really? made like they've made five or six dollars. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, when they've almost had half a million views. Like, like, think how scary that is. Nobody's anybody who was like thinking about becoming a content creator on YouTube is now like, fuck that. Like, why yeah. would I? You know, why would I, anybody who's like up and coming is probably like, well, fuck that. I'm done with that. And th this does give an opportunity for a, com a competitor theoretically, but it's just crazy. It's absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah, theoretically, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see some competition for him. There's actually competition Thanks. for Twitch coming up now. Uh, one of my old friends is working with this company called Beam. Uh, the, I didn't hear about him until sometime in the last month, right Beam. before PAX East. Oh, I found it. Beam, Beam Interactive live streaming. Yep. They are blowing up right now because they got bought out by Microsoft. And Microsoft oh. huh. is throwing money into this project. They oh, know how big streaming is, and they know how much it's going to blow up. You know what that means? If you are interested in working in esports, apply to work for this company. They're probably looking for good talent. Yeah. Seriously. This is actually a pretty cool website. I like this. I like All this makes me want to shoot myself. Why? Interesting. Just, We're living a crazy time. It's just yeah, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous, too. Wow, this is cool, Blake. Thanks for sharing this. I'm going to check a look at this later. Yeah, no, definitely can definitely look into it. Words, man. Friday. I know it's all oh. good, man. Oh, this guy's playing Kingdom Hearts, Robert. <laughs> oh, neat. First, first good for him. Kingdom Hearts. So I like I since a few of my old friends, especially a really good friend of mine that I found from Twitch, found from streaming on Twitch. He's like really high up in their company now. He got hired by us, yeah, and he was telling me some of the stuff that's going on there, and I'm like, holy shit, these that's a good opportunity. For is him, not messing around. Yeah. What was that one like overpaying. that failed really hard like three or four years ago? Oh, there was a lot of them. Uh, there was a few. There was owned, which went under. Yeah. And that was the one. No, it, it wasn't owned that you're probably thinking of. It was the one that a few people from owned made afterwards. And then everybody shit on it because of that. I can't remember what it is. I think um, that's the one, funny. I think owned is the one that I'm thinking of because I always. Maybe. I used oh, MLG TV to, failed. I couldn't because they spelled it with a three instead of an E, and I always thought it was own 3D, and I was like, why is oh. this called own 3D? That's so cringy, too. What, the three thing? Like the three instead yeah, of the Yeah, that was, it was. Like, 360 no scope your nachos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the one that everybody went. Oh, Hitbox. Hitbox is Oh, yeah, yeah, Hitbox. That's the one. It's still pretty big. Right it's, it's around, but they're not like mega successful. Yeah, I, I feel like they've stacked. I, I don't like their website at all, and it's terrible on mobile devices. Oh, yeah, it is horrible. I never used it much because it just kind of fizzled out. Like, it came up, and everybody was like, These guys suck because they used to work with own. And it's like, dude, not everybody that worked for own was absolute yeah. asshole. It's not, it's not one mind, it's not like just because like i think it was the ceo of owned or something and it's like this might not have been his fault you don't actually know what happened behind the scenes no i do know no blake you don't know you don't <laughs> I know. Do know you're stupid la, 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 la. all right let's talk about games i don't think I anyway, yeah, yeah, let's... <laughs> oh man any any first go takers i'll go um, um okay oh you want to go Blake? i was going to because i don't have too much to say about mine all right well, um, you um, sure I've I've still been rocking the link to the past randomizer. I oh, finally, wow. of course. I hit a sub goal where uh, 
once I hit this number, I was going to do a different run of it. And I did a Link to the Past hard randomizer. So to explain what this does, the randomizer in general, if you have missed out on, if you've somehow not listened to the last 10 or so episodes and you talked about it, a shame on you, go back and listen to them now. The randomizer, what it does is it moves all of the item locations around. And as the randomizer has developed further and further, it's gotten new things that it can change. Uh, for example, one of the more recent developments is that it can move the swords from... Uh, so normally, let's say you go to the Master Sword location. It's not going to be the Master Sword here necessarily. This time around, it could be the Book of Medora for all you know. It could be the Moon Pearl. It could be a single arrow if you pull it out. So it's <laughs> like Breath items, of the Wild. <laughs> Get right, yeah. <laughs> all of these items get shifted all over the place. You can find um, a master sword drop from a boss, for example, for when you beat a boss. Um, so what hard does is hard makes it even harder. Go figure. To to that end, it removes the following things: arrow capacity upgrades, bomb capacity upgrades, boomerangs, bug catching net, so that you can't bottle fairies. Cane of Burna, which is the blue cane, which makes oh, yeah. you invincible and damages things around you. It removes maps and compasses from dungeons. It <laughs> removes the level 4 sword so that you can't do as much damage. It removes all full heart containers so that you don't get a <laughs> heart up drop. The only way that you get heart ups are from the pieces of heart and by putting four of them together. It removes the magic upgrade so that you can't get half magic usage. It removes the red mail so that you're taking more damage, probably. And then it also removes the mirror shield, which is probably the least impactful thing on this list. Uh, it also has the number... Uh, it reduces the count that you will find of arrows, bombs, and rupees. Then, the following adjustments have been made. The magic cape, which makes you invincible, and therefore invincible... Uh, in it makes you invisible, and therefore invincible now uses two times as much magic. You can use it for, I think, four seconds at a time when you're maxed out on magic. You get no usage time out of it here. Uh, the magic powder doesn't turn bubbles into fairies, so you can't get big heals while you're walking through a dungeon. There are only two bottles. Potions and shields in shops cost twice as much. That one isn't as bad as it sounds, really. There's a lot Even of Even with the lower repeat drop rate? Yeah, um, there's not a lower... It, it, yeah, honestly, because there's a few ways that you can find uh, rupees to farm up in the game. They've made some other adjustments that make it so that if you get to a certain spot, you can farm up money really easily. So, gotcha. uh, The Cane of Burna cave spike floor damage has been reduced. That's a buff because of the changes to magic to make it so that it's easier to get through one of the caves in the game and so you can get the treasure chest back there. Uh, and then the Silver Arrow upgrade can only be found after you fall uh, in Ganon's Pit. So when you fall in to fight Ganon, eventually he'll start stomping around and make the floor around him fall out. To get the silver arrows, you need to fall down that hole that he makes and then grab them and then start the fight over. Okay. What? So for the most part, the game was not too bad until I got to the Ganon fight. This is where things went crazy. Most of the game was pretty simple still. I'm trying to think. Um, Blind gave me a little bit of trouble because... You have to be very stingy with your magic AP usage in the fight. And normally, in a normal playthrough, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, not to mention that you have far less hearts because there aren't any full heart containers. There's just pieces of heart. Um, at most, I think that means that you get uh, um, like 12 hearts total. I can't remember how many it is. Shit. 
there are seven dungeons and three in the light world, so ten hearts. I think there. I think you can get ten hearts max. Um, and so you get into Ganon's fight. Oh man, is it bad! On normal mode, you're used to having a lot of hearts because you gotta open so many chests that you're gonna make up a lot of health anyway. You'll probably have the red mail as well. Even if you just have the blue mail, you're not too worried about your health. Unfortunately, here you have at most about ten hearts, and you've got the blue mail. And you've only got two bottles, and you can't really bring fairies and stuff, so it can be a bit of a pain. I didn't realize until I got into the fight just how damaging his bat attack was. He makes some bats spin around him, and then he launches them at you. And it's a pain in the dick to dodge these bats. And because of that, you're probably going to take one, maybe two hits. If you take two hits, you're taking three hearts of damage each time. And unless you have found every single heart container on your playthrough... Chances are that's going to put you one hit away from dead. Jeez. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah, it's real fun. And mm -hmm. to further challenge myself, I decided to do the speedrun trick where you kill him without using the silver arrows. I did accidentally fall into his pit once and pick up the silver arrows, but I was, I'm was i <laughs> stubborn and I'm a bastard. So I went ahead and I, I just brute forced my way through it eventually and got the fight down and understood it enough that I could pull it off. And it took um, half an hour to an hour to manage this. And it was just constantly, um, what you have to do is when he gets uh, to the phase where he is teleporting around the room, if you do, if you attack him right as he's teleporting, right before his movement starts to, right before he actually starts to move away, it will actually deal damage to him. And you have to hit him like 12 times doing this. Wow. It is rough. Until you get the pattern down of dodging around his back, bad attack, and then getting close enough to spin attack him. This is just absolute terror to get through. But I did pull it off eventually. I ended up finishing the entire game uh, and defeating Ganon in four hours, 20 minutes, and 40-some seconds, I think. Nice. I was pretty proud of that, especially killing Ganon like that. So uh, very, very high up there. On the teleportation thing, is it the same mechanic as, as the original one for NES? Um, no, you can actually see him in the Super Nintendo one. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I remember that that part. Like first time I fought Ganon, I was oh so, yeah, Ganon like, in the first link is shit. It's so bad. Yeah, I struggle with that. I just got lucky after like three or four tries. Wait, Ganon in which one? The NES. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Program. He like disapp disappears and yeah. Uh -huh. Yep. You sound like uh kind of with. Uh, Link to the Past randomizer, how I have been with Crusader Kings 2 lately. Like, oh, like yeah. <laughs> basically not playing anything else almost. Or playing other stuff, but like... I've been playing a lot of other stuff, but not a lot of retro stuff, unfortunately. Like, I just haven't had time for it. I've wanted to, but I haven't been able to. to. Too many new titles that I've been playing, and we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> I was... Uh playing crusader kings 2 the other day and no my... hey. <laughs> real quick real quick real quick this is quick oh, i Jesus. promise it's quick my wife had a baby with some other guy and so i uh i had him assassinated and i got the pope to grant me a divorce and so then i was picking out a new wife and i was like oh, Are you sure it's the sims i was i was like this one has good stats and so i married her and then i realized that it was the same person that i was married to the first oh, time jesus nice yeah. Lisa has great stats. Oh, does she? Yeah. 36, 24, 36. Does she have good... <laughs> does she have good uh, claim? Does she have claims on any good counties or kingdoms or... Uh, definitely not. No? Okay. 
All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Um, I'll I guess go. I'll go next. You? Jesus. Why do you ask and then do that? Because you sat there for like 45 minutes and I was like, well, I guess I'll go. And then you're like, oh, I'll go too. Just go. Just go. It's fine. Okay. All right. Well, I, actually, I kind of want you I to go you. now. I kind of want you to go first. All right. I want to hear. I want to talk about this with you. Oh, I'm going to talk about that third. So <laughs> every year. Oh, okay. Last, like, okay. Yeah. I, have to, I told you about this. So every year for the last uh, five years, Blake, you better be here for this, by the way. Are you here, Blake? I'm here. Uh, there, okay. Sorry, there's a bee or a hornet loose in the room, and <laughs> oh, Becca no. was taking care of it. She's got it now. Everything's fine. Uh, so I'll talk about this one first, because well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you clear up the bee. So every no, year, no, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> well, no, because the second one, it's very interesting. It's really interesting. Anyways, just go. Year, um, I play Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy X. It just every year. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, buddy. Get the craving to do it. I do it. Uh, so th- I played both of them on top of a third game that I played. Um, so I'm briefly going to talk about both of them and then kind of talk about the new game. So Final Fantasy Tactics, every time I go into this game, I go into it with the most hype. And I'm like, this is the greatest game of all time. My favorite game. Music's <laughs> great. And this time I went into it, I was super excited. And I wasn't let down at all. It's still the greatest game of all time. <laughs> still the go. Still the go. Not even a question. Man. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, I played the one for PSP. I found my PSP. I bought a new charger on Amazon. And I've been playing it. And it it's such a great game. Music. Gameplay story everything it's just so perfect it's such a great game and it's so fun and every oh. time i play a different version i love it i love it more and more it's just such a fantastic game and i just love everything about it oh it's such a great game oh funny <laughs> funny one funny thing so you know the very first fight blake where you're like um where you just kind of get ready to party it. yeah yeah i lost two people permanently in that fight <laughs> you don't mean in the tutorial one with gap gary and do you mean no, the one after that? The one okay, the first yeah. real fight. Yeah. Okay, that, that one is, is actually hard. a pain in the ass. That one can be a major dick to you. Yeah, but oh, I did try something new this time. So I was like, ah, I really want to try something new. So I stacked two archers, a black mage, and then I had Rams that just kind of do whatever he wanted. And I, my fifth character was a chocobo, and I have never really run with chocobos much. I tried them when I was younger because I thought they were dummy broken. And I really enjoyed it this time. It was really interesting. So what I would do is I would take my Black Mage at the beginning of every fight, and I would load him on the Chocobo, and I would just have him fly around the fight and bomb people with fucking massive spells. <laughs> it was really, really cool. And there's a couple uh, fights that it, it made it ridiculously easy. So the fight where the princess is getting executed at the, at the uh, stocks, I had my Black Mage fly on top Bulgorand of it. Gorand execution site. Yeah, on top of it. And, I, and yeah. she has a max range up there. She can hit anyone no one can touch her and she's just bombarding people with spells and the second one was the one where ramza has to 1v1 gafgarian behind the fe- behind the gate i just flew my chocobo over the fence picked him up fucking yep. got him out of there like a drop ship and i was like all right fight's over <laughs> like i was so easy i was like oh <laughs> so that was really fun second game final fantasy 10 one of my favorite games of all time for the most part a little bit less now <laughs> so Final Fantasy Ten, I respect it. I still like it a lot. I know people, a lot of people have the memes of you know Titus laughing and all some of the ridiculous one-liners and Waka's you know big fucking joke and stuff. So Blake, you're gonna love this. <laughs> so Blake, did you know there's a book called Final Fantasy Ten, two point five? Oh God. And it's actually, it. Uh, let me see here. You're gonna love this. So the book, uh, it, uh, it's, it, I just Googled it. The first thing came up. Final Fantasy X 2.5, the book that ruined everything. So oh, the book no. was, it's written in Japanese. And it's 
very poorly translated to English. So the book happened between Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X-2. I'm about to talk about a lot Wait, of Why is it called 2.5? Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> let's, just, let's just hold up. That's not the, that doesn't even matter in comparison to the rest of this. So, Blake, you remember at the end of Final Fantasy X-2 when Titus suddenly... Spoilers, again, spoilers. And they hugged on the front of that beach, and then the uh... game ends, and you're like, the fuck? I remember hearing about it, but I have not experienced it firsthand. Oh, okay. God. So if you 100% yeah. the game, which is a complete yeah, pain yeah. in the ass and terrible to do, yeah, you get that ultimate ending. So what I found out from a very rough translation is how that came about. So Yuna, ready for this? You're not going to fucking believe this. Okay, this is rough. This is a couple weeks ago. I already went to therapy and, and erased most of it, so it's a little <laughs> bit rough in terms of how accurate this is going to be. But roughly... Uh, Spoilers. She... What was that? Yeah, well, this whole thing spoilers. She Spoiler alert, goes everybody. and talks to somebody who used to be a summoner, and he teaches her that she can res people if she does something crazy. So then she reses Titus, and in order to create a bond with him, she has to have sex with him. So they have sex, and then they go to this <laughs> island together, and when they get to the island, Titus sees a blitz ball, and he does what <laughs> give him give him another a he runs and gives it a hug b he goes and kicks it c he looks at it and asks why it's there so d it hits him in the back of the head and explodes and kills him again <laughs> wait what <laughs> seriously this is no this is, no no uh, no no you've actually got to be making this up you I literally swear, have to be making this I up sw- i swear to god this is what everybody again there is no english translation so this is what everybody has compiled from there's somebody on the internet there's one person who actually has spent the time to translate it and a lot of people have confirmed the translation that this is correct so she brings him back she brings him back again but his bond to the world is like really weak so he can't figure out that he's died so they start fighting Okay. Okay. Hold on. Right. Oh my so, God. Don't worry. It's getting good. It's getting good. <laughs> so they start fighting. <laughs> Yuna's doing it on purpose because she wants to break up with him. Because if he's around her, hold on. If he's around her for too long, he'll start to remember things, and then he might remember what happened, and then he might disappear. So in order to keep him alive, she Stop. distances herself from. Him. Stop it. Now, Final Fantasy Ten Three. It is not going to be what we wanted. It is going to be from the perspective of two children or teenagers. One of them, so again, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, is Arn's daughter. The other one is some fucking mm, cuck. Cuck is a good word. He's a huge cuck. He <laughs> is a training summoner, even though summons don't exist at this point. And so this is a, there's actually an audio clip. You should listen to this after the podcast that is on the new release of Final Fantasy X and X2 the one that they released for the PS3. There's an audio, it's about 30 minutes long, and it's from the perspective of Oren's daughter and this little cuck that she's traveling with. And they are traveling, and they go and meet Yuna and Waka and Lulu, and they talk with them, and they kind of talk over things, and they hear Titus and Yuna fighting. Um, And she's a terrible character. She is an absolutely terrible character, and so is he. And they are going to make fun More than likely, this is what the game's going to be about. The fact that Square Enix released this you know, long audio clip with visuals, right. really good visuals, by the way. Mm. Uh, this is Final Fantasy X-3. So uh, <sighs> this is more than likely what it's going to be. It's going to be terrible. Arn's daughter is a horrible character that is supposed to be one of those strong female characters. 
that's just an absolute bitch and and just it's just a terrible character design and the the plot for it brace yourselves sin is back <laughs> so so again final fantasy 10 was a very good game to me past tense they have dragged this thing through the mud it's actually unbelievable yeah they I, really I actually have didn't think you could fuck a game this hard like, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a crime, what they did to this game. It, 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 it's, it's obscene. So th this is all generalizations, and this is, like, 80% accurate, I would say. The, the shit about Arn's daughter and all that, that's fact, because I listened to the actual audio. It's terrible. It is god-awful. But Final Fantasy X, as a game, is still a wonderful game. The most recent version they released, still a great game. Uh, the updates to the Sphere Grid, amazing. The remastered soundtrack, Amazing. Final Fantasy X is one of the best soundtracks of any I'm game. I'm not sure if I liked the remastered. I still can't decide. The game or the soundtrack? The soundtrack. I like both. So I listen to, I like the piano one the most. I like the normal one second, and I like the remastered one third. But they're, they're not far apart. I actually listen to them a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Really, really enjoy them. And uh, so, soundtrack's great. Story of Final Fantasy X is not bad. There are parts that are very meme -y, but for the first playthrough, you Really, if, if it's your first playthrough and you know nothing about the game, you can understand from the perspective of Titus why he does things. After you've played the game a couple times and you, know, you kind of see all the memes on the internet, you start to question it. Sure, I get that. Still a great story. If you don't know the ending, it can really surprise you, especially the part when you are with Riku at home. You know what I'm talking about? The major spoiler of the game? Yeah. So, Father's 10, great game. Absolutely. I would not play Final Fantasy X-2. Final Fantasy X-2 was a very bad game. Gameplay was pretty good, but the storyline was terrible. Final Fantasy X-3, I'm probably going to play it, but I'm going to have a loaded handgun next to me. Just I don't case. know if I'm even going to play it, depending on if everything you're saying turns out to be the case. I might try to skip it, but I also might just do one playthrough of it and then just tear it apart. Yeah, that's kind of my strategy, honestly. By all means, read, read about it. I think it's called the Final Fantasy X-2.5 novella, I think is what it's called. Yeah, novella, N-O-V-E-L-L-A. For anybody who wants, uh, anybody who has a lot of alcohol and a lot of free time, it's it's insane. It's I don't really, think that like really a good bad. Idea. I, I don't understand that. My personal viewpoint of, of the novella, which is this book, this is a fanfic. This is something that a high schooler wrote when he was drawing lines on his wrist while his parents were fighting in the hallway. And he just was like, I want Tights and Yuna to be together again. Okay, so how, how the fuck can you, bring them, how can you bring them back together? Well, she learns how to res people. What? That completely destroys the essence of the game. Like, it just... Uh, it, it's really bad. It, it's, it's terrible writing. It's lazy. It's extremely lazy. And that, that's what Final Fantasy X-2 was as well. So, those two games. Back. So, I, what, 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 what happens between... 2.5, even though it should be 1.5, and 2 that makes him that does what? Forget. So, no, so that's the reuniting again. <laughs> that, like, there's a bunch of stuff that happens. Like, I don't know why they call it 2.5 because it, it's not. It is 1.5. It's supposed to be what happened between 10 and 10 2. It, 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 they, I listened to a guy talk about the timeline, and the timeline actually does sort of fit like how he describes it, but it still makes no sense, and it's just. <laughs> It, it, I don't know. It's, it's very, very, very poorly done. It's, it's, it's an embarrassment. I mean, it, it really is. I, I look at Final Fantasy X as its own game, and then X2 and everything else just as its own pile of shit. Just can't even. It's not impossible. Can't even. So yeah, that's uh, 
that's that. Uh, so the third game I that's played. It. Yeah, let's talk Robert, about this one. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Robert. Is uh, Soul Calibur 2 for GameCube. <laughs> so I, I told you guys I'm playing a lot of GameCube games. Uh, Soul Calibur was a game that I played a lot growing up. I played with my older brother a lot, and we would play um, the team matches where you can do, I think it's up to 8v8, Robert. Is that right? 8v8? Uh, I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Soul Calibur is right. a fighting game for GameCube. Uh, Soul Calibur 2, sorry. Uh, let me see the release date. Soul Calibur 2. Well, it was on all the platforms, but uh, we were playing Roughly, I think it was like early 2000, 2002. Uh, so each system, because it came out for three systems, it came out for PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. Each system got its own unique character. The GameCube one got Link, which was <laughs> the best one. The PlayStation one, I think, was the worst one by far. What was Spawn, right? No, Xbox got Spawn, right? Xbox got Spawn. Hayachi yeah. was PlayStation. Yeah, that's what it was from Tekken, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Soul Copper 2 is a fighting game. Uh, very fun. Uh, there is some interesting elements to it. So, kind of what I was talking about, the 8v8, you essentially, out of all the characters, you pick a lineup of eight characters, and you can order them however you want. And you... Um, it's last man standing. So, if you win the fight, you get a little bit of health back, and then you fight their next person until somebody runs out of characters. One of the other things you can do in the game is you can collect weapons, which are obtained through the single-player story mode, and the weapons have different effects, like they might do more damage but have a shorter range, or might heal on damage but do more damage. And the weapons a lot of people didn't really use when they played it, you know, when they were trying to play competitively with each other just because it created imbalances, especially when you used certain characters' weapons. Um, there's a good variety of characters. There are some characters that are pretty bullshit, as Robert and I were talking about a little bit when he was here, because uh, Robert actually came out here and we played against each other my house and he won by like what would you say over like five percent of a health bar ten percent <laughs> we did the 8v8 and we both got down to our eighth person yeah it was like five percent of the health yeah bar. it was so funny but i, I was but i haven't that was the first time i've played the game since it came out i'll be honest by that time that i probably played for maybe 30 40 minutes like i had uh, I, i'm serious i'm dead okay. so you can ask hunter right. hunter was right. the guy we were hanging out with he was about the, okay. he, he played with me like every single time I played. Right, I played I mean, the single player a decent amount, but the single player is pretty fucking easy and really doesn't require much thought. It's just a matter of getting those bullshit combos off. Which are, okay. Yeah. Uh, the single player is pretty interesting. Um, there's a variety of maps. It's very grindy, very time-consuming, and sometimes it's, it's, it's stupid hard. It's not fun. So you'll go into a map, and it will be something like, oh, you have one life bar, and you have to beat four people in a row. And oh, I remember guy that is, stuff. Like, super powerful. Yeah, like there's one with Cervantes early on. I was playing on like one of the harder difficulties, and it was so stupid. Like it took me maybe 30 minutes to get past to, to practice enough to get past the first two guys, and then there's the third guy, and then it's Cervantes, and he starts with his his power up on, and he just like ran me down and shit on me. I'm like, okay, this is fun. Like this is not even this is not really a thing. And then I just had to end up you know gimmicking it with playing like Raphael or something, and and you know just juggling him or something stupid. Uh, so single player, it's it's hit or miss, and sometimes it's like there's like those dungeons where you kind of you, you move a square at a time and then you fight someone. Those are pretty boring. They just a lot of times the, the characters are, are super squishy and really easy. It's just, it's okay. Multiplayer is the strong aspect of this game. Uh, there's a variety of moves. Obviously, it's a fighting game. Uh, the characters make it interesting, and trying to line up certain characters if you're doing the eight v eight, try to line up certain characters against certain characters can give you a huge benefit. Obviously, Robert and I haven't, hadn't played enough of the time for it to really matter. But I remember doing things like playing Keelik into, like, Taki or something and just, like, destroying Taki before she can even get close. Like, stuff like that was really fun to do. Um, Soul Cover 2, music is pretty darn good. The graphics, I gotta say, Rob, the graphics weren't bad for a 2000 yeah, I was, game. Yeah, I thought, because usually when I go back and play anything from that generation of consoles, like... 
I remember it looking a certain way, and then I play it, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. GameCube but, had, um, a, had pretty solid It looked graphics. good. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. I was very impressed. Uh, music was, was pretty darn good, actually. The soundtrack overall is, is pretty darn good. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was, was really outstanding in the game. The, the taunts are pretty funny. You can do, kill yourself. The taunts are pretty cool in the game. Um, some of the mechanics are a little bit garbage. I mean, in, in fighting games in general, there's usually like, mechanics that people can spam. Like, throws in this game are super powerful. They completely disarm your opponent, and you, like, salad toss them around the room for a second. Do a bunch of damage. Um, there's also the parry. The parry's not nearly as bad, but if you just, like, parry, 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 it's pretty rough. You can you can decimate somebody entirely. Try to think what else is, like... I kind of talked about the weapons a little bit, but there are certain characters like Nightmare. He has a couple weapons that do a lot of Which damage. Which one's he? Is he the one that, like, He's has the one The two-hand giant... sword with the armor? Yeah. Okay. He has a couple weapons that I remember. If he hits you with them with a power shot, it's probably 45% of your health. It's actually crazy. Which, he's very slow. <laughs> That's funny. It's still pretty crazy, so. Um, yeah, so Copper 2, fun game. I, I, There's not too much to say about it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, that really sticks out in my mind. Have you played this game, Blake, at all? Um, yeah, I used to play it against one of my friends that actually did fighting game stuff back in high school. Hmm. He was it's big fun. into the Soul Calibers. Um, I, it never stuck with me that much because he actually owned the game. He had oh, the so game version, so he was able to practice. He knew all his combos and shit. And I would come into town to visit, and I'd get my ass kicked, and it's like, well, all right, you know. Yeah. That was fun. Next game, please. <laughs> yeah, that's like. Oh, Robert, Robert, Robert. Just keep talking shit. You forgot to mention that I'll also beat you in Mario Party 2. Oh, uh, what bullshit happened with that? Bragging that's about like... a Mario Party win? <laughs> what happened? That's a I new low, Robert. I... Robert, you, <laughs> you lost in the end, though, because you didn't get no, I, Well, I didn't. Well, I beat you, but I didn't get first place. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had three stars. Because I had five stars at the end, and I was in first place, but they started handing out stars for, like, you had It wasn't dumb points. stuff. Don't even say it. We no, it was No, no, no. It was it was legitimate stuff, but it was... Yeah. Uh, but no, no, no. Yeah, I was just saying that, like, when they started handing out stuff, then I lost it. That, that was pretty fun. That. that was pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. And then Robert <laughs> and I went to a bunch of arcades that were super sketchy and really bad, and one of them smelled like dog shit. It <laughs> actually did. That was really weird. Man, it's... It's rough. Like, cause I remember recently I talked about the arcade scene in Arizona getting better. Uh, so Robert and I went to most of the arcades that, that had, had good reviews. All of them were absolute dog shit. The only well, one like, that was good, we couldn't go to because they weren't open yet. Yeah, because they weren't open yet, and then one of them was shut down. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were closed. Yeah, so I'm like, I was really surprised. I was like, what the hell happened? Like, there's but, all this uh, stuff on social media, people talking about it here, and nope. We played the... Uh, Ninja Turtles arcade game. Oh, yeah. And we beat the game, and it broke the game by us beating it. Like, Good work. too powerful. Like, we beat Shredder, and the entire thing just shut off. Like, no lights on, the on like, the title, you know, above the screen or anything. The whole thing just shut down. And we just left. Yep. Pretty good. Then Pretty we good. went, yeah. <laughs> we were like, this place smells like dog shit. Let's go. Yeah, it was really weird. What's funny is is one of my coworkers told me about that place, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you gotta go there. It's a cool place." <laughs> oh yeah, then we also played that game where like nobody knew what the fuck was Queen going on. Queen or whatever it was called. Uh, Killer Queen. Killer Queen. It's supposed. To, I've actually heard about. It. It's like a new arcade game, and it's supposed to be like pretty good if you ha- if you like know what the hell is going on. It's supposed to be like a really strategic game. But, uh, like, we played it for, like, 30 seconds, and then it was like, you win. <laughs> like, I won. Well, it's $2 a play, too. Yeah, I know. $2 hairs a play. 
So I beat you in that, and I beat oh, you in Mario geez. 2, and I beat you in uh, Soul Calibur. Really want to play this and then one. beat you in StarCraft 1 a while back. I think the only uh, game you can beat me in is StarCraft 2. I beat you in Hearthstone anytime you want. Okay, that, okay, yeah, okay, there's two. I, I'll give you that one. I beat you in StarCraft 1 anytime you want. No. We played one game. <laughs> played all, one game, Robert. So need. until the remake, Matt, remaster comes out, I will spank you every day. Okay, when are we going to play Diablo 2, finally? Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys want to... Uh, I, I mean, you guys want to set a date, I'm down. Uh, yeah. Four twenty. So tomorrow night I'm watching the fight because I'm definitely watching that fight. Yeah, I'll be watching the fight. I'm tomorrow. gonna watch DC. Do you see the towel stuff? Do you hear all of the towel stuff today? No. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna get into it, but okay. you gotta look up Towelgate. Towelgate? Yes, that's what that's what it's being called. I just see another person got busted for drugs. Yep. Jesus. Uh, do you want? When are we gonna play Diablo two? Blake. Um. I don't know. By the way, uh, Mr. Badzilla is the one, he's the one who said he's going to send us the thing. Whoever wins, I, I'll, we will, I promise we will let you know when when, when we play it. What was soon with, um, soon the strategy guide for what was it? Uh, Secret of Mana, Evermore. Secret oh my Evermore. god, you're not even allowed to win now. <laughs> no, I, I don't want competition between you and me. Yeah, it's basically just between y'all two. And I, uh, like, and even like, if Robert wins, whichever one of us gets, does better than the other one is the one. Like, tells the I just handle. have to play, I, I have to play Kingdom Hearts if we lose or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You want to try to do it next, what, do you want to try to do it next weekend? Um. Next weekend. Yes. Maybe next Saturday. I feel like Gosh, there's something I, going on that weekend. I can't I do it why. Saturday, but I maybe I'll do it. Oh, jeez. I don't know if I can do it next weekend. God, <laughs> I could probably do it like next Sunday. I might be able to do that. Not too late, but I could do it oh. like sometime in the after, like afternoon or late. Next afternoon. Sunday, you said? Yeah, probably. Um, yes, next Sunday. Oh wait, Monday. no wait, that's Easter. Who cares? I'm gonna, be, <laughs> I'm gonna be doing Easter stuff that day. Jesus oh. fucking Christ! We're never uh, gonna I play Diablo to guy, I talked to this guy yesterday. His name? Ready for this? Dick Shaker. Dick Shaker? 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 Shaker. Dick Shaker. His name was Richard Shaker, and he went by Dick. His his dealership was called Dick Shaker. Holy shit, that's awesome. Dick Shaker something or other. Pretty good. I googled I googled Final Fantasy 10 2.5 novella. First thing comes up, Titus head blown off. <laughs> uh... This is a fucking meme everywhere. Who the hell? Like, who wrote this part of the lore for Final Fantasy X? I told you it was a fanfic, man. I, is it actually a fanfic? <laughs> no. No, no, it's that's my. That's it's my legit. Point, it is legit. I swear to you, it's legit. That's what I don't. <laughs> that's what confuses me. I can't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Hold on, I gotta play the uh, Titus laugh for our listeners real quick. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh fuck, that's too good, man. I could have written a better story than they did. This shit, it's actually insane. <laughs> like, do you realize how easy it would have been? Like, so, so the lore of that game it goes so far back. Imagine if they. So, like, there were only I th- less than ten pilgrimages done. 
There was like hundreds of year, hundreds of years of gaps between the pilgrimages, the original pilgrimages. Imagine if you played the first pilgrimage. Imagine if you played the second or third or fourth, any of them. Mm-hmm. Think how interesting that would have been. <laughs> like, they could have done that. But okay, instead, we get this. Yeah. We get Titus with his head. We get a world ball. where he gets hit in the head with a ball and it. Uh, <sighs> Blows his head off, gets rezzed again, <clears throat> and somehow yeah. the Aeons come back. It doesn't matter why; they just do. Because Sin comes back, so therefore. But yeah, why like does their Sin explanation come for back? that too, by the way, was like, "Well, he comes back because he can come back." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did read and listen to the entire lore for Final Fantasy X to understand how everything happened again, because I always forget like how did Titus get to Spira and all that jazz, and it actually makes sense. Like that whole lore is actually pretty well done. There's a couple uh, minor things that are a little bit weird relating to Arin, but all that really does make sense for the most part. Okay. Uh... It really does. I'm being dead serious. It makes sense in their world by their logic, but yeah. overall, like it's it sounds real dumb. It, certain parts of it do sound pretty like okay, that's a little bit weird, but it it isn't like you know oh it just is because it is like that. There's only a couple minor things that <laughs> have that in place. By the way, I forgot to tell you about this. Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy VII are in the same universe. That's what people. That's not confirmed by Square. I don't think it's just. Oh really? One. I thought it was. I thought. I don't think it is. It's a really dumb fan theory. If it's confirmed by Square, as far as I'm concerned, it was someone that works. There I heard they it. confirmed it during Ten so Two because of the fact that Shinra was a character who then ran a company who took the um, what are the spheres called when people die? Um, the pyreflies. pyreflies. Yeah. He used. He took the pyreflies and figured out how to convert them into energy that he called the life stream. And that's and then he no. founded a company called Shinra. I... No, the one that I've heard is the I think it's something about Sin. I can't even remember now. There's so many stupid, like <laughs> frankly, just retarded theories about it. Of like, oh, Sin is actually like an ancient, and oh, that makes sense. And Seymour's brother is one of the people. Like it's it's awful. It's the most fan. I, I, what I said, I think, is fine. Like shit. for them to be in the same universe, they're not connected other than the live stream and Shinra. I mean, the, the fact that... the fact that it would be oh, Shinra went off to make this company. That's the, the most dumbest stretch. It's just trying to tie shit together just to tie, tie it together. That's true. Like that's that. still totally awful too to me. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um. What were we up to now? What were we doing? Uh, I think it's Robert my turn. Robert needs to talk about his game. Oh, oh yeah, that. I played two games, Super Mario Land 1 and 2. Super Mario oh, wow. Land 2 is called Super Mario Land 2 Six Golden Coins. And these are both for Game Boy. When I was little, I must have sucked at games, kind of, because I always had a pretty hard time with Super Mario Land. Like, I could get... Uh, to the third or fourth level, I get or like world. That game's hard. <clears throat> it was hard. No, okay, yeah, it was maybe. This is the one on the Game Boy, right? Yes. 
Yeah, the game isn't hard. It's on a shit screen and you can't see anything. Yeah, it's really hard to see. Like, everything is so tiny. Like, Mario is, like, no more than eight pixels tall. Um, it's pretty big. But, like, I had a really hard time with this when I was little. And I was like, okay, I wonder if I'll be able to beat this game. And I beat it in, like, 40 minutes with 18 extra lives. So it's really not a hard game. Uh, but it's also not as like, I, re- I also remember having more fun with it than I did this time. Uh, I think the problem with it is there's not really, besides two levels, one where you're in a submarine that shoots uh, little fireballs and it's kind of, it's almost sort of like a, I wouldn't say bullet hell, but that's that type of side scroller. And another level where you're doing the same thing, the same exact thing, really, except you're you're just in an airplane as opposed to a submarine. All the levels besides those are basically they're, there's they're not very different from each other. Like there's different backgrounds and different themes to each area. Like some are underground and some are like desert and stuff like that. But like they all play the same, and there are different bad guys. But it's mostly like. Oh, here's one that comes at you really fast. Okay, this this here's here's a different one that kind of comes at you really fast, but he jumps. Or this one comes at you fast, but he comes at you like a little faster. And there just wasn't like I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but it just felt like there wasn't very much variety at all in the game. Hmm. And that's also combined with as I I think or who which whichever one of you said like you're so small. And so if you're trying to like kill the bad guys and not just jump on them or and not, and not just jump over them and go past them, it's sometimes a little bit hard to like measure that just right because you're working with just like a matter of pixels pretty much. So it's not bad, but it's really not that good either. Another <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's uh, a <clears throat> one kind of dumb thing is the fireballs in that game bounce. Like they don't like, bounce a little bit and like keep bouncing like for instance in the original mario they bounce one time and then they like shoot they like go on a trajectory like like, there's like basically no gravity so you shoot them at the ground they bounce off the ground and go up as high as they can like as far as they can the problem is he mario shoots him like directly at the ground like two inches in front of him so every time you shoot a fireball it basically just like bounces off the ground at your feet and then like goes way up in the air so it's the, the fireballs are useless unless you jump every time you shoot a fireball or unless you're trying to hit something that's in the air. So that was kind of weird. Uh, that yeah, was kind so, of weird. <laughs> so Super Mario Land, you know, it's all right. I, I, I'd say it's worth it's worth giving a shot, but it's not that great. The, the soundtrack was pretty good, as they are and as it is in most Mario games. Mario 2, or Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, is... A little better, uh, and it's a, quite a bit different. It's This one feels... So Super Mario Land feels a lot like the original Mario. Super Mario Land 2 feels very much like Mario 3. You're on a map, you're going... Your, your character is much larger on the screen. He's not like 10 pixels large. And uh, it, you have like more than one... Pa- you don't have very many. I think you have like two different types of power-ups in this one. But it's a lot more like Mario 3, where there's more variety, you're on a map, and you can kind of uh, take levels in sort of whatever, basically whatever order you want to. And you're going around, and pretty much you just beat all the levels to get to the last 
castle at the at the end of like each world like each world has a theme some of the, like one like you're up in like a tree and it's like tree levels and one of them is like haunted mansion type levels and stuff like that and at the end of each one you fight a boss usually the boss is extremely easy you just have to jump on his head three times and he doesn't really none of them really do anything to make it difficult to do that like pretty much all the bosses you can beat in like 10 seconds without even like knowing their patterns or anything uh, and then you get the each time you do that you get a you get one of the six golden coins. And then when you get them all, they unlock the doors to the to the castle. Spoilers and spoilers. It's the first a, the first appearance of Wario in the Mario lore. So you get to the in the castle and you fight Wario. And I actually thought this was kind of interesting because the last castle. It's, uh, so first of all, the, the gameplay in this one is much better than in Super Mario Land 1. There is a lot, there, there's a bit more variety. It's it's not like crazy good, but it's definitely an improvement. But what's that. really, you, okay, so what's, what's interesting about Wario's castle is I feel like they were actually trying to do something sort of interesting where they make it feel like Wario is someone who... <sighs> who like wants to be important in the Mario universe, but like he doesn't really belong, but he really wants to belong somehow. He's like, he's trying to make his mark even though he doesn't really belong in this world because in the last level or in the, in his castle that he's taken over, he, there are no, uh, none of the normal bad guys are in there, but he does have statues of the, of some of the normal bad guys that do stuff. Like for instance, there's no piranha plants, in his castle, but there are, sto- he does have castle, like stone piranha plants that shoot fireballs at you, just not real piranha plants that shoot fireballs at you. And then when you get to, uh, when you fight Wario, he's even got a statue of Mario, like in his. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, in the final level. Um,. So I kind of, I, I don't really know if that was on purpose, if they were really trying to make it seem like that, but that's how it comes across, and I thought that was kind of neat. And Wario looks much creepier in this game than he does in any other game. Really? Like he he is, his face is so huge, like even more so than like he is like nowadays, like in proportion to the rest of his body. He's got like this big fat face that's like kind of like, it feels like it's like spilling off the side of his shoulders almost. One eye is bigger than the other. He's like slightly cross-eyed in the other eye. He really looks like... He wants I do to not remember this, Sam. I am. <laughs> he, he, you should Google a picture of him real quick because he, he looks like he wants to pretty much toss Mario's salad. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, yeah. And the so the the this this game also wasn't very hard. I like. I had like twenty six lives going into the last going going into Wario's castle. Wario's castle is kind of tough. It took me about eight, maybe ten tries to beat his castle, um, but that still left me with like you know, 16 lives. And once you kind of, it's just a matter of kind of like learning all the different little parts of the castle. And then when you get to the end, it's really not that hard. There are these little things that bounce around. There's just like little heads that bounce around in a couple rooms and you go through some of those and you have to like kill the heads and then you fight Wario twice. And he's really like not that much harder than most of the other bosses, which are all pretty easy. So Super Mario Land 2, Definitely better than Mario Land 1. It, it does some cool stuff. It's still pretty easy overall. 
but I, 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 you know, I kind of liked it. I thought I really liked the stuff that they did with Wario. And, uh, you know, for, for its time, for a Game Boy game where, you know, they were still kind of like figuring out the handheld stuff back then. I'm sure they, there was a limit to what they could do in general. It was, uh, I think it was a, especially for the time it was a good game. It maybe not, maybe doesn't hold up great, but it was still all right. I enjoyed this game a lot. Uh, when I was growing up, it was very difficult, uh, at least for me at the time. And I spent, I'd probably play this game for more than 10 hours. Very fun really? game. Really? Wow. Difficult. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I lost a lot. Like, I would build up lives, get through the worlds, and then if you wipe, you're done. You have to start yeah, over. you were telling me that. So if you lose it, because, so, th- like, this is, I don't, I don't know, I probably didn't make this clear. I said, it, I mentioned it's like Mario 3 where you have the map. It also saves your progress. So, unlike Super Mario Land, which is just like, you know, Mario 1, if you turn the game off, it's off and you got to start over. This one does save your progress. But, Jay, you were telling me that if you lose all your lives, it'll wipe your, it basically wipes your save. Or you maybe yeah. have your save, but you, but you, but it starts you back at the beginning. Is that not haven't... true to the one you were playing? Uh, I didn't, I never lost all my lives. Oh, okay. So, well, I mean, so you're I just better at games than me, Robert. <laughs> maybe I should well, step back. I think we firmly established that during uh, this. Jeez, I'm going to firmly establish your <laughs> forehead here in a minute. <laughs> I'm firmly established right now. If you know what I mean. Firmly established these nuts on your forehead. There you go. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, so there we go. Mario Land 1 and 2. I, I wanted to play these because eventually I want to play the actual Wario game. Which is the next Wario one Land is is one of my favorite series, actually. They're super fun. Very different take on on the uh, platformer. Side score. Uh, yeah, both. both. Huh. You, got, you, got, you nailed it. Nice. I did it, boys. <laughs> Good job. I did it, Good job. <laughs> we did it right. Uh, real quick before we do top threes, Blake, are you here? Yeah. Blake, are you around? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Do you um? You don't really like Super Mario Land, do you? No. Okay, I didn't think so because I that was I meant to ask you about that because I remember when you talked about it, you you played it like a while I back. Played it for like- half an hour if that and i was just like this is not fun <laughs> and i was like i remember that when you said that i was like no no way i used to love that game i think i vaguely <laughs> remember this actually yeah yeah big like the jump mechanics it just felt so weird i like the music and the toy levels robert on which on mario land 2 mm-hmm I did not like the music on Mario Land 2. Really? Because it's I the like same it. song. It's just like slight variations on the same damn song every level. See, I don't remember that. I just remember enjoying it. It might have been good in the toy level, but I just remember, it, like, maybe, like, I also didn't, like, some some of the time I didn't have the volume on. So, like, maybe I was missing some stuff and maybe there are some different songs. But every time I heard you it, least it was like, like the level entrance music. Oh, it's the same tune. I don't even remember it. Wow. How does the Super Mario Land 1 music go? I don't even remember. That has been way too long. This is going to kill me. Every time I think about music, I just hear Mario 3. <sighs> That's <Right>. a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's see. Dude, that has some crazy good music. The water music. Ooh. It has some really good music, but it's music that wears very thin on its own. Like, if you just try to listen to some of those songs, oh, they get old after 30 seconds. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of doing that. I know a lot of people like listen to soundtracks like that, but... There's certain ones that are good, and I think most of them are like, okay. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. Like, so. Canon Tactics, I think, are really good. Oh, here it is. I've got to pull it up. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
De- definitely don't kill yourself. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, top threes. Games you were best at. Ah, oh, shit. You didn't do it, did you? I almost uh, reminded you earlier. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, got two, I got two good ones. But Blake was like, no, eventually I just have to let him fail and learn on his own. Okay, you want to do same order? Or you want to do different? Uh, Why don't we do a reverse uh, order? Uh, all right, whatever. All right, my number like, three... <clears throat> I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat 2. Not that I... like. For, okay, first of all, I should preface this by saying I was never, like, really good at basically any game growing up. Like, I was kind of... for that matter. <laughs> I'm good at at least Soul Calibur 2, StarCraft 1, uh, Mario 2, Killer Queen. Uh, what else was there? Killer Queen. God. Jesus, Robert. Uh, so, th- so but the re- so the reason I say M- Mortal Kombat Two is not that I was like phenomenally good at it or anything, but I played this game so much that one of my friends and I had binders where we had like taken like pages from magazines that like show you how to do moves and like punched holes in them and put them in a three ring binder. We had like notebooks with not just the fatalities and the special moves, but also combos for every character. And this was the one that had like. Babalities, animalities, friendships, and we had like all of this stuff for everybody printed off and put it in our notebooks. And we had like all the cheats put in our notebooks and everything. And we would actually quiz each other and like be like, "All right, what's Johnny Cage's like second fatality?" (laughs) And be like, "Oh, I I have one thing to say to you: up down block." This before you lost your virginity. (laughs) This was at the exact moment that I lost my virginity. Oh, God damn it, Robert. <laughs> All right. What's yours? What's yours, Jay? Uh, number three. Oh, Jesus. Go fuck yourself, Robert. No, number three is Soul Calibur 2. <laughs> I was actually the reigning champion of Soul Calibur 2 in my house. Um, I was. Was? Listen, <laughs> I was back in the day. It, my, so I played a lot of Soul Calibur. My brother played Raphael a lot. I played Link a lot. Meme, I know. But uh, I played a lot of this game back in the day. Really, really enjoyed playing it. We would, we would play... <laughs> probably like a couple hours a night like every night just like practicing different combinations it would, it would always come down to like i would get to link in my eight and my link would just smash everything until i get to his Raphael, and that would be like the only thing that mattered it, it was actually freaking so funny to play sweet all right blake hi what you got um so i wanted to give two honorable mentions uh first one up mega man 2 I say that because I actually, the last time I streamed the game, someone came into my chat and I was doing Quick Man stage. Or, uh, yeah, Quick Man stage. And I got through the stage and I went through the laser beam section where these beams are rushing at you, whatever the hell those things are. I just call them laser beams. There's these giant beams smashing in from the sides of the level. And you can go fast enough to not get hit by them and instantly killed. And I did that. And I just did it while talking to chat. And someone in my chat was like, Holy crap, I didn't even know you could do that without Flashman's <laughs> weapon. And I was like, wait, you can use Flashman's weapon to get through there? Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> I never I had any idea like that, that it would freeze the stage like that and keep the lasers from coming in. And uh, so the fact that I could do that without Flashman's weapon, I'm pretty proud about that. Uh, my second honorable mention is a game that I've talked about quite a bit lately, Link to the Past. The fact that I know where every item in that game is, and that yeah. I actually know a few of the speedrunner tricks for it. Just little stuff like that. Um, I've been able to beat Ganon without using silver arrows. I'm pretty proud wow. of some of the things I've been able to do in that game now. 
Uh, but my first one, and uh, not many people are going to be surprised about this one, is Final Fantasy Tactics at number three. Hey! I mean, the reason <laughs> this is on my list is because I've literally looked at the code of the game. I understand very minute details about the way that some things in the game work, the way to tweak things. Uh, there was a point where I'd started getting into doing solo class challenge runs where all five of your characters are one single class, like all monks, all mediators, all geomancers, stuff like that. And I started getting into that, and uh, I know that game, or at least knew that game inside and out, front to back. A fantastic choice. I applaud you. Yes, <laughs> sir. I'm surprised that one's not higher. Um, I'm a little bit he prouder plays a lot of, of the other of high two. caliber. Okay, I remember that. Huh? He plays a lot of games of high caliber. That's true. That's a good point. Why I'm, did you I'm pause a little there? The I was trying to make a soul caliber joke, but I couldn't think of a good of a good joke to make out of it. I hate when you do the awkward pause. Because Robert, caliber. what's your number two? What's your number two? Number two, I'm gonna go with Street Fighter Two. Two fighting games, tisk tisk. Yeah, I know. I was gonna have another one, but it didn't really. I'm just messed with it, dude. Yeah. Uh, so Street Fighter Two, and this one again. I was definitely better at this than I was at Mortal Kombat Two, but I, I still wasn't like amazing. But just like among like my friends and like the people that I played with, I was I was really good. Uh, that was always a good feeling, right? Yeah, that Be was the good. Best of your friends. And there was this one time we were on a field trip, and we after the field trip, like we went to a pizza hut before we went back to school and there was a street fighter two arcade machine there. And there's this guy like just on his work break, like a construction worker. I don't know what the hell he was, but you know, this, this, you know, this buff dude, this, <laughs> they're like, ass. he was like, you know, this 30 or 40 year old guy. And he was playing street fighter two. And he, like everybody, like all the kids that were there from the field trip, we were all like lined up to play against this guy. Cause he was beating all of us. And uh, he beat everybody, and then it was my turn to play, and I beat him. Hey, yeah. Final boss defeated. Final boss defeated. Yeah, I was I was Ken, and I did like tactics that definitely would not work against like a really good person. I I just did like flying jump kick into the uh, helicopter kick, basically over and over That's again. Some Biaku. <laughs> would you say Would you say your tactics were final? No, fantasy? no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> They were the other guy's Final Fantasy. <laughs> so it was the end of the dream. That was it. That's awesome. Yay, number two. Numero two. Uh, my number two is Gran Turismo 3. So I've talked about this game in the podcast before. I, I played this game for a lot of time. And we we would play primarily the campaign, but my brother and I would play against each other a lot. And I would smash him every time. I spent so much time in this game, and we lost our data so much. I don't know if you guys have an issue with PS2 with memory cards. But I had to start over, and I got so efficient at getting through that game, it was insane. Like, I would get through the, the first chunk of the game so much faster each time. I would, I would get mad at first, and I was like, ah, but I could do better than I did last time, so I'm not too mad about it. And then I would get through the game, and it was just a very fun <laughs> game. And I found a lot of, like, really cool mechanics, and it was really fun to talk to other people and then people, like, explain certain mechanics of... Because Grand Turismo 3 at the time was very advanced in terms of driver, driver simulation, so people would actually use this as a driver simulator. So people, yeah. you know, I would talk to my friends and they would tell me, you know, what so-and-so had said about the game. And then I would learn that mechanic of the game and, you know, you just get better and better and better. And you start winning races with shittier and shittier vehicles and you can progress through the game faster and faster. So very fun game. Pretty sick. 
Sick dog. Sick. Sick. So sick. <laughs> the best part is, too, though, it, you know, in, in um, Fast and Furious, when they uh, keep shifting gears that don't exist? Yeah, buddy. It feels. Have you seen that? In what? In which one? Fast and Furious. They shift gears that don't exist. There, there's a there's a meme about this. Wait wait wait. In what like in what way does this happen? Can you explain? It's a joke. So in Fast and Furious, they keep shifting up gears that don't exist. Oh, like they shift like, like more than five times. They pan the camera to him shifting gears over and over and over, even though those gears <laughs> like he's already at max gear. So somebody like made a picture of the gears that gear shifter in their cars, and it's like it's got like twelve fucking gears to it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> That's real good. All right. Who are, are we? Is it back to my number two? Blake's turn. Yeah. <laughs> you said that? You're the worst fucking host, two. Robert. I was uh, asking. This is why I take control all the time. So, my number two. Something two. above Final Fantasy Tactics. I'm going with Battletoads. Oh. I'm proud of being I was able wondering to beat if this, this would be on here. Without using any continues through the whole thing. That's pretty crazy. Uh, I was really stoked about that. No warps, no continues. Beat the last boss, beat the game. That's a pretty damn cool achievement to have. Yeah, that's, like that's really kind good. of thing you say, like, like you get an altercation, you're like, I'll be Battletoads without using any continues. Bitch, I'll be Battletoads. What are you going to do to me now? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Never mind. I'm I don't sorry. want to step outside. Sorry. I don't want any trouble. <laughs> I'm Jackie Chan, man. I don't want no trouble. Jackie Chan turned 63 today. Jesus. How's that? Did you say who is that? No, I said how's that. Oh, how is the fact that he's sixty-three? <laughs> yeah, how's because that? he survived for sixty-three years as of today. He, he's crazy. gone the, around the sun sixty-three times. <laughs> Whoa! Actually, actually, Blake, that is a false statement. I'm gonna kick you gonna, in the nuts. You're gonna, get by some, you're gonna get some messages regarding the statement that you just made, Joy. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Battletoads is really hard, and I've beaten it without a lot of extra stuff. The end. I rule. Robert, I'm number one. Number one. I've talked about this before. It's going to have to be Star uh, Star Fox 64. That was the one that, for some reason, like, it's a pretty good game, but it's not amazing. But for some reason, like, I got obsessed with it one summer, and I just played it nonstop. And I got to the point where I could uh, beat the whole entire game without getting hit once. Wow. Really? Yeah. And I, I, I don't remember, I don't remember if maybe I could also do it without like, n- without missing a single bad guy. That might, I, that might not be true, but Jeez. I know I could do it without getting hit. Yeah. It was pretty ridiculous. That's actually very impressive. Could have been, it would have been cooler if I did it on a better game, but it was, I mean, that was a good game. It just, oh, it's a great game at the time. Yeah. It's really good, but not, not worth that. Oh, I think so. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. This is a great game. I know a lot of people have been through that numerous times. I think so. Uh, maybe not. Yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, polar order is kicking in hard today, Jay. Jesus. <laughs> Got to keep up, boys. Jay, number one. Number one. Uh, so I was going to say StarCraft here, but I StarCraft 1, but I'm gonna ch- I want to talk about different ideas. So I've talked about Age of Empires 2 a lot. Uh, so Age of Empires 2. So I played a lot of this <laughs> game back in the day, especially Age of Kings when it came out. And my brother and I would 1v1 each other all the time. We'd play against the AI. Campaigns weren't very difficult. They were kind of stupid. But playing against each other and against the AI was very, very fun. And we actually would play against friends uh, that also played. We would smash the shit out of them. It wasn't even close. Very fun game. I, and it was, I was really bad at first. And it was, I could never beat the AI. And I started learning mechanics. And, you know, I kind of figured things out. And it, it, the learning curve going into an RTS when you know nothing about strategies of RTSs like, first time through 
is crazy. Like, it's so fun to just be like, oh, okay, well, I can build this first. Oh, if I do this in this order, it's more efficient. And, you know, you start finding shorter and shorter ways to do things, and it's super duper fun. Sweet. I guess along that same vein, uh, did you have more? No, no, I was just okay. talking. Um, along that same vein, I was actually in my group. This isn't my number one, but uh, in my group, everybody was like, oh, yeah, you're definitely the best at Dawn of War. Dude, I love the Dawn oh, really? of War. Really? We talked about this before. Dawn of War. Yeah, we oh, have, I yeah. would love to play that again sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, original Dawn of War and the first expansion when we were all still playing a whole lot. What, which race did you play? Um, Chaos. Yes, I played uh, the aliens. Uh, what are they called? Eldar. Eldar. I love. I love the the mechanic of moving the infantry units into like the burrows. What were they called? Like the protected areas. Um. Oh God, I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. That game had all sorts of awesome shit going on with it. But yeah, it got to the point where um, we didn't have like a no rush rule, and that's what chaos really excelled at. And so, like, once we all started getting into the game, and as I started to be like, okay, in our 20- I, I read some forums, and apparently if I make in this 20- unit really early on, Chaos is, will just run up and eat your face off against almost every race. Against every race that my friends played, like Space Marines, etc. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just rush them down I with an early melee game, game and destroy them. Like when the, when the Space Marines get in close combat, they just use yeah. their chainsaw and just gut someone. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's great a great stuff. game. I really want to play that series sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you and I have such a similar interest in games sometimes. It's actually crazy. Yeah. It'd be great if we uh, could get together and play uh, one sometime. Man, that would be nuts. Yeah. What do you guys want to play? Like Diablo 2. On the line or something? <laughs> we, you know what we need to do is just like play it <laughs> after we record the next episode. Oh, Otherwise, we're, it's never going to happen. I'm. What if we skipped top three and did that instead? Hmm. Uh. That might work. I think that would be interesting. I mean, if maybe we could even record it and talk during it. Oh, you're saying record uh, it maybe. also? Sure. Why not? I mean, like, no, I don't have anything against record. Like, we can record it and just see if it's worth listening to, but it might not be worth listening to. I'm willing to give it a shot. Uh, I'm just saying we might end up with like, with like. You know, sil- or like I, I fifteen seconds of silence, and every once in a while, somebody saying, "Oh, okay, go kill that guy." It, or it could be funny. Yeah, I think it'd be very entertaining. Personally, I'll probably be. end up streaming it if we do once we do get around to it. That's that's fine too. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyway, my number one game, the game that made me a man and put hair <laughs> on my video game. Like this isn't chest. appropriate for the podcast. Well, they're going to have to see it sometime, okay? They got to Devil May Cry 3, the original release. (laughs) Oh, really? The fact that I was able to beat the game at all is one of my personal favorite gaming accomplishments because I'd never been particularly good at, like, really challenging, like, fast-paced action-style games. And I sat down with this one, and when I finally beat Cerberus, the first real boss of the game, I was like, yeah, I'm going to play the fuck out of this. And I did. And I played it, and I played it, and I beat all of it. I don't remember which higher difficulties I ended up doing on it, but uh, the version that we got here in America, our normal difficulty was actually Japan's hard difficulty. So we had a harder version of the game than what Japan got. And the fact that I was able to beat it on normal, that's just a badge of honor I'm going to carry around on my 
on my shirt. I love playing games. So is that is that um harder than Battletoads? Um probably because it's wow. more reactionary and Battletoads is more memorization for the most part. Huh. So it's like You can a... get th- like Battletoads is a game that if you're willing to sit down and play it a few times over and over, you're just going to re- remember where everything is and what you're right. supposed to do. Devil May Cry 3 is a game where you need to be able to react to stuff. So it's a lot harder than Devil May Cry 1 then. I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I played and beat Devil May Cry 1 way before Devil May Cry 3 came out and then I played Devil May Cry 3. I played a friend's copy. Actually the same guy that I used to play fighting games against all the time, as a matter of fact. And I was like I need to beat this game. I need to be better than this. I know I can learn how to do this. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was nice. And it's a great game. Is it pretty good? Yeah. Like, so, it's one of the best stylish beat-em-up style games. Oh, wait, that's the one that's like, where they, I think you talked about this one one time. Uh, people who love that series, people who like that series love that series. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Isn't this the one where they, like, go off the chain goofy? Kind yeah, of yeah, it's okay. completely over-the-top silly dumb stuff a okay. lot of the time. Like, uh, the thing that I probably talked about before is this one scene where Dante is running down the side of the tower, and he throws his sword through a few enemies, and then he pulls his gun out, and he shoots a bullet at his sword, and the bullet hits the bottom of the hilt and pushes the sword even fucking faster. (laughs) It's the best. That sounds really funny. All right. Very good. That this this turned out to be a pretty good list for like a last second. Uh, for thing. a last minute thrown together idea. Yeah. Wow. We didn't have to mention that, but good one. I Robert <laughs> brought it up, so I was gonna make the most of it. I already that's, already that's said it in public on Twitter. Like, oh. Ouch. All right, time for emails. <laughs> All right, first coming in from Chase the Night Cleaner. Chase says, good evening. Robert Jane Blake, Chase the Night Cleaner here. How are you, gentlemen? Yeah, I'm all right. All right. I'm hungry. I want to get dinner. Oh, you haven't eaten yet? I, you gotta, no, yeah. You got you to eat before. That's what Did, I do. I didn't have any fucking time. What do you want? I you actually got, work right before the podcast. You should eat during. Yeah, no. I would. Well, I would have, but how am I going to do that right now? How am I supposed to have gone and gotten the food? Uh, Pick it up beforehand. Oh yeah, my God, Robert! Stop, Pick it Robert! Up I will leave to go get food right now. Yeah, before you stream, oh, and then just like sit okay. it on your desk. Have you watched Rick and Morty yet? Like, like no, okay. I've seen a few episodes, but I haven't like Shows sat down and watched. I was, was going to quote something from it, hoping that you knew, but never mind. Okay. Have any of you played the Mega Man ZX games for DS? I played through a little bit of the first one. Didn't I, get into it. I only ask because my news feed got hit with an article about the best Mega Man games you've never played. I guess by the time ZX and ZX Advent came out on the DS, society was tired of the Mega Man style of play, and as a result, it had some of the worst sales of the entire series, though both are rumored to be pretty good games. Should I be checking these babies out? So I actually haven't heard maybe, anything about them. 
Blake says, I know a lot of people are really into them. Uh, like, <laughs> it didn't click with me, but I recommend it to other people. It's more of a, okay. it's, I want to say it's somewhat Metroidvania esque. I feel like there's some exploring. Oh, wow. And really? you find new tools that help you get to different areas. Like, okay. you get new weapons that will open up new areas for you by either blowing up a chunk of ice or whatever, stuff like that. I might be wrong on that, but I believe that's kind of what it's like. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Also, is Jay back? No. I wanted to let you all know that I found a box of old N64 and PS1 strategy guides. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> from my mom's place. And that we could collaborate on maybe get, getting some of them out to you as yes, prizes yes. for Acts of Valor and Might. We should but, let the people who provide them pick the Acts of Valor. That's a that good idea. Because if you own that book, minus the minus the uh, Secret of Our Morning, because I really want that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting way ahead of myself here. Have you guys even fought over who got the last strategy guide yet? No. <laughs> as we've mentioned a few times in this podcast, as a matter of fact. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, Chase, you decide which of those you're willing to give out, and then come up with the uh, with the stipulations, and we'll go from there. So many questions today, but I really only have one that matters. If you could own the official full color strategy guide for any retro game, what would it be? Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, I, I wonder. I don't know if that one's any good, but. I don't Maybe know. That's, that. Yeah. Or if, I have one for Final Fantasy VII, and that one is god tier. That one, it's a bit rough because a lot of its information is wrong. Is it real? Oh, actually. Oh, yeah. really? I forgot about that. Yeah. The one that oh, always sticks is. out to me is be, because it fucked with me and it made me hunt in this area forever, and it's the worst area to be in. Um, there's this one thing where it tells you how to get to Alexander. But its directions are like backwards. It's switched around with some other treasure location in the um. There, there's this hot springs slash snowy area, and it gives you the wrong directions for it. And it like <laughs> I couldn't find it forever as a kid. And I was like, I finally just wandered around and ended up finding it on accident on my own. And I was like, all right, that strategy guide is dicks. I don't care what it says anymore. <laughs> Take everything it says with a grain of salt. That's really funny. The the ones that come to mind for me are like the trifecta of Super Nintendo games, Super Metroid, Super Mario, and uh, Link to the Past. Hmm. Oh, man. I'm just trying to think of what some cool strategy Yeah, I am too. Uh, what games did I just list off? Devil May Cry 3. Uh, I don't know where my <laughs> Earthbound one is. So maybe another Earthbound one? Yeah, that's a good one. Ooh, Earthbound's probably the one. best. Earthbound's got one of the best strategy guides ever, so that's way, way up there. I love the there. cover of it too. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry Three Battle Toads. Oh, um, Tactics would be way up there for sure. I want to actually. I'm gonna Google this Final Fantasy Tactics Player's Guide. If I can find one, I would buy it. Good one. Ten bucks, nope. Twelve bucks. Wow, looks awesome. Are you gonna buy that right now? Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> four and a half stars, four hundred per. You know that one-click checkout. 
Just saying. Bada boom, <laughs> it's over. Just like that. What comes with the Yeah, poster? I guess the high high ones for me would be um God, I don't know. There were so many of the I don't know how good the Super Nintendo era ones and the PlayStation era was a little bit rough. It wasn't until after that that they started to get good, but by then we also had the internet too. Yeah, I didn't really use yeah. the internet until like the like two thousand three, two thousand four. Really, like I, yeah. uh, I still had like players got or we print off stuff. That was yeah, it. yeah. All right. Um, I would love the Final Fantasy three SNES Nintendo official mm. players guide. There's some absolutely beautiful artwork that shows up in that thing that you don't see anywhere else, even the regular manual. Oh, Which that's one? Cool. Uh, Final oh, Fantasy, yeah, it's, slash six. Okay, I was actually wondering about six. That's what made me bring up the bad Super Nintendo stuff, because that's when Strategy Guide still hadn't been too good. But uh, I never yeah, got yeah. to see sixes, so that could be kind of cool. Could be. And that is it for me today, gentlemen. I hope all is well, and you're enjoying recording this podcast. Cheers, and talk again soon. I chase really the am. night cleaner. Uh, P.S. Robert, whisper this part. I have the Final Fantasy Tactics Strategy Guide. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck you, dude! You can't just like fucking so that in the last second. Tweeting at Chase, tweeting at Chase, <laughs> address. That's pretty funny that that was the one that both of you were like, "Oh yeah, that'd be a really good one to have." Okay, last one, Jeffrey Walker. We haven't heard from you in a while, yeah. Jeffrey. Yeah, what's what's going on, Jeff? Dude, he's been super busy. He hasn't even been around my stream too much. I finally saw him like twice in the last week, and I haven't seen him much in the weeks before that, if at all. I got a little worried. I was like, oh, Jeff hates me now. Oh, uh, he doesn't. Well, Maybe he did only just for a little bit, though. Yeah, I mean, that happens with everybody with me, so. Yeah, that's okay. Uh... <laughs> you don't have to confirm it, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, that's okay. Is that better? Yeah. Sure. Subject line is I pr uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Lit emoji. Lit emoji. Lit spoiler. Emoji. Spoiler lit. I praise Jay and give Rob shit. In okay, this would be fantastic. Dear Jay. Oh God. What the hell, man? Where I, were you last episode? I was camping. That's actually legitimate. That's that's. All right, where we go? Uh, where, okay, where were you last episode? I have to say, while I love ep every episode, last week was a bit low energy. No oh, get shit on! <laughs> no get the dumpster. <laughs> no shade at the guest hosts. They did a great job. I guess the it just... Guest hosts? Well, no, well, oh, we had oh, a guest okay. host. I thought you were talking about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, Come damn. on. Get a little too big for your britches there. Just remember who beat you in Soul Calibur. Did you say after... britches? Hold on a minute. Did he just say britches? You've you never, never heard... heard that phrase? Thank I you. mean, I've heard the term. Don't get me wrong. It's just kind of... An... Right. Would you prefer big for your panties? <laughs> yeah. That's more accurate. That'd be more thing. accurate. I guess it just doesn't feel like the Classic Gaming Podcast without Rob being told to kill himself or creative... Hey, I've that once so far. Or creative suicide attempts being threatened if Rob doesn't shut up. Kirk, obey yourself, Robert. <laughs> Oh wow! I have to imagine the curse count for the episode was way down, but I'm no statistician, so I will leave that for Jonathan <laughs> to determine. When Rob used the phrase "barrel roll" several times, I could hear Jay chirping, "Do a barrel roll, Fox!" 
but alas, it was only in my head. In the top threes, when one of the guest hosts... I don't know why I keep Susan doing plural, because we only actually had one guest host, but that's okay. In the top threes, when... when I'll correct him here. The guest host mentioned oh Metal gosh. Gear. I got very anxious, but Rob pushed down his boner <laughs> and managed to keep things under control. I think he didn't want to get all hot and bothered in front of the guest host. Anyway, I remember that. It was really awkward because I was like, oh, man, Rob's about to go off. And if Jay was here, he'd be going <laughs> off about Rob going That's off. So and funny. then it just, none of it happened. I don't remember. What was I just like? Oh, yeah, that was cool. Is that pretty Yeah, much? basically, you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it just moved on. It was like, what? Uh, what? Uh, Robert? You all right, man? I don't. I remember you, that. You, you in a time crunch? You got to go fast? I don't remember. Like, <laughs> anyway, I hope your time off has reinvigorated you and, you your, your and you're ready. <laughs> you, you got a nice plot? You got a good rising action? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I hope your time off has reinvigorated you and you are ready to bring all of your Janus to the pod at the highest Janus. level possible. Uh, that's a new term for my dick. Your right. royal Janus. <laughs> Whip out my Janus later. Oh, that sounds like a medical Janus. condition you need to see house for. <laughs> say house? Yeah. What year is it? Lupus, that's why you're here. Suck a dick. <laughs> Suck fuck the Janus. Oh, we got I have been thinking about spoilers lately. And over the years, you guys have seemed to have a general policy of avoid of avoiding big spoilers Avoiling. in games. You are just on fire tonight, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, and Fuego. <laughs> I'm a little, uh, I'm a little bit curious if any of you have a clear take on spoiler I've culture. Got bards for that, by the way. I think that given, I think that given that <laughs> most of your material. <laughs> I just love that you laughed like five seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's not working. Every time that happens, it's the best thing. Oh, man. I think oh. that given that most of your material is 15 years old or more, <clears throat> if somebody still hasn't found the time to get to something, they don't really have a right to be pissed about getting spoiled on it. True. <clears throat> I'm not doing it. I'm not avoiding it sometimes because I think it'll piss them off. I'm avoiding it in case, like, because I there's some of the games that I play that are kind of rare, like uh, Nier. Which I haven't gotten to talk about on here because it's not a retro game, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I try to think of it as, like, if I'm going to be convincing this person with how much I love this game that they should go play it, then I don't want to ruin one of the aspects of it. When you say Nier, do you mean the best character from Final Fantasy thirteen? I, what? Isn't his name is Nier? He, I don't think so. Who? The really annoying emo kid? You mean Hope? Isn't there a character named Nier? I don't think so. Oh, what am I thinking of? I don't know. Hmm. I? <laughs> I don't know. Right, let's just... uh, I, I th <laughs> like my thought on that is that this is a podcast where people are probably learning about a lot of old games. I like, I bet it's probably about 50, 50 rough, very roughly maybe on people who are like, Oh yeah, I remember that game or like, Oh no, I haven't played that game yet. So I try just not to, I, I assume, you know, as opposed to like, if we were a podcast, that focuses on new games. Like I wouldn't be worried about spoiling old games, but since like, that's our thing, we're specifically here. Hey, let's talk about old games. A lot of these, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people are like, Oh, okay. I might give that a shot. So I don't, I, I just, because that's what we focus on. I try not to spoil a lot of those. 
Jeffrey says, in general, I think people overreact to being spoiled. I played Final Fantasy VII with, within a year of its release and went into it knowing... Spoilers! Eris died. Yeah, I did too, actually. Funny enough. Oh, you did too? Yeah, one of my friends, I was at his house and he showed it to me. But I like didn't really... Like, it didn't register at the time. Oddly enough. Huh. That didn't take away from the emotional impact or my overall enjoyment of the game and its story. I don't think anyone should go out of their way to spoil something, but I also believe that if people have read, played, or otherwise consumed a piece of art or pop culture, then part of enjoying it is being able to process it as well as to talk with others about it. Conversing with someone else can offer another perspective and offer depth and texture you may not have realized on your own. I think that's true, but I think that's also true. Like if, like I think both people have to have seen it mostly for that to be the case. In which case, obviously, spoilers are would not be relevant. And for like, I feel like that's I mean that's kind of a you know obviously that's a big thing in the game, but it's not like a huge. It's also only the end of the first disc. That's true too, but it's also not like a huge twist or something. It's just like oh damn, this happened. That's that's kind of crazy, but it's not like holy shit, this changes everything. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I love, I love hearing you guys share your opinions about video games, especially if it is one that some of you are passionate about. And it can be such a cock tease when you cut the conversation short because you're worried that some turd who supposedly really wants to play a 20 year old game, but still hasn't made time for it might be upset if you mentioned a plot point. (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. I haven't made time for Super Metroid yet and I still really want to play it. But I don't think it has spoilers. Spoiler, Metroid's a girl. <laughs> Metroid's a girl. <laughs> if Zelda was a girl, that game would be so much better. <laughs> I really want to play Earthbound. Uh, hold on. Okay, yeah. I really Jesus, want to play Earthbound, but haven't yet for reasons, but knowing I have to... ...isn't going to mar my enjoyment of a truly great game. You guys are free to disagree with me, but that's how I feel. Love the podcast. Take care. I mean, I feel like, I mean, that's a part like the. Part like, I feel like that is something that is better if you were to discover that's better it to experience own. it firsthand instead of hearing about it for sure yeah because like, as a kid i was my mind was fucked when that started to happen. right right and if you hear about it then it's still like oh wow that's really cool but it's not the same as like holy it's not shit. the same yeah it doesn't completely remove all enjoyment but it's a much better experience when you don't know going into it yeah i agree with that do you do mm-hmm. you all right, that's all we got. Chase, please don't forget to uh, give give us some some sort of competition for for yeah for that uh, player's guide. Or if you want to sell it, <laughs> let me know. All right, mail at Classic Gaming Podcast. Shoot us an email. Tell us about whatever you want to tell us about. Please. <clears throat> and then let's wrap it up with current gaming subcast. Oof. I played three um, games. Ooh, wow, fancy lad over yeah, here. Getting all fancy. Lad, riches. You want me to go? <laughs> you want me to start? 
Sure. What's wrong, you little lad? It <laughs> got a problem? Don't. So I'm subbing from you right now. Obviously, <laughs> I've been playing Thimbleweed Park. Oh yeah. Which, which came out uh, exactly one week ago, and I'm really having a fun time with it. It's really good. There are it's there there are a few like pretty minor things that I have some complaints about. But overall, it's really fun. I don't think it's going to win anybody over who doesn't like point-and-click adventure games. But for people like me who are fucking suckers for point-and-click adventure games, uh, you know, particular, p- particularly the classic, the classic <laughs> style, <laughs> particularly the old ones and not like the, the kind of like more modern take on them, which, which I do like those as well. But uh, if you like this kind of game, I think you'll like Thimbleweed Park a whole, whole lot. My only problem with it, I was telling uh, Jay about this actually, is that it has so many references to like, and, and they're all like in jokes. It's, they're 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 not like blatant references, but there are like so many in jokes to a lot of the old Lucasfilm games, like particularly, especially Maniac Mansion and a little bit of Monkey Island and that kind of stuff. I kind of got to the point where eventually I was sort of like, all right, let's let's just kind of like let this uh, let this world you know fill out on its own and do some stuff like, and it definitely does that. But then I feel like it it does like here's this joke here's this here's that joke like a little bit too much um ironically if you haven't played any of those older games then you won't notice a lot of these because it's like little things like uh a can of uh tuna heads that you find at the beginning of the game that's a uh or it's like an empty can that's a that's an in joke for maniac mansion like little things like that that again if you if you don't know much about those games you they wouldn't stand out to you in any way but if you're somebody like, you know, if you're a hardcore point-click adventure fan, you've played a lot of those games, and they do stand out. And maybe maybe it's just me, but for me, they, that became slightly distracting. But that's kind of, I, I would consider that a nitpick. Overall, I'm having a whole lot of fun with it. It's a really cool game. I'm probably about six or seven hours in right now, so I, I might just even use this as my game to talk about for my main game once I finish it. And then the other two games I played are Snipper Clips for Nintendo Switch. And I actually am having... I, I, I had a lot of fun with this game. I haven't, We haven't finished it yeah, yet. Yeah, so. everyone that's played it has said really great things about it. Yeah, it's so weird, because it looks like such a... Like, if you look at it, it's like, okay, this looks like kind of like a dumb game. But when we, when we were on vacation, uh, my, my daughter and I were sitting around one morning and nobody else was up yet. We were both kind of bored. And I was like, hey, you want to play this? You want, you want, you want, me to, you want to buy a snipper clips and we'll play that? And obviously she wasn't going to say no, so... I bought Snipper Clips and we started playing and it was so much fun. It's it's kind of really it's it's kind of hard to describe. You really need to just kind of look up a video if if to to get a good idea of what it is. But long like quick version is it's a two-dimensional game. Like you play as these little two-dimensional characters and you can walk you're you're kind of like a a rectangle, but if the rectangle was like rounded on one end. And you can tilt and duck and like stand on your tippy toes and you can jump and you can, if you over, it's a co-op game. So if you overlap with each other, then if one of you presses a button, it's like like the snip button or something. You can press a button and it cuts out whatever part of the other character you're standing on top of. So if like a, like an edge of me is kind of over, overlapping with you and I press the button, then it'll cut off that little, it's like little pieces of paper. It'll like cut off that little edge of you. So you're slightly smaller. Or if like I tilt, to where the pointy part of the rectangle, like one of the corners is poking into you, then I snip that and it cuts a little like corner into you. And you have to use that to like do different things on each stage. Like each stage is basically one screen. So like one of the early stages, like there's a button you press and a basketball falls out of it and there's a basketball goal. So you have to figure out how to like cut each other the right way 
and press the button so like one person can like hold the basketball in their head and then like they have to stand on top of your head and you walk over so they can like tip the basketball into the goal little things like that tons of fun it's only 20 bucks it's so much better than one two switch if you have a nintendo switch and you have somebody to play with i highly recommend snipper clips and then finally blake i finally finished undertale hey i'm sorry uh, you, I thought you kind of liked it. Did you get the true super duper ending? No, uh, okay, I don't. Then you I don't. Beat it yet. Well, I don't believe so, because there's like a hundred and there's like ten endings, right? No, there's like four. I think. I, okay. Which one is the super duper one then? It's I didn't one where I think you beat the game and then you have to go back and do more stuff. That does describe what I did, but it wasn't like. A pacifist or a genocide run? The, uh, was yours either of those? Yeah, I think like I think the so after you do it, so you beat the game and then you had to go back and you got like cutscenes with, um, like did you help somebody cook something? No. Okay, then no, you didn't get the final final ending. Mine was, uh, I I kind of played it sort of neutral. I didn't do pacifist and I didn't do genocide. I did where, like, I let some people go and I killed some people. Spoilers. And... No. It's not a spoiler. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this is about to be a spoiler, so, like, skip a minute ahead or so if you want to. Uh, when I got to the final guy, um, I gave him... I, 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 I had... I gave him mercy. I was... I gave... I did, mercy, like, the mercy option on him. Like, I beat him down... Like, as if I was really going to fight him, but then when I beat him, then it actually gives you the option. It's a little bit different from the other characters, and you can have mercy on him, which I did. And then the flower from the very beginning of the game comes out, and he turns into, like, a super boss, basically. Like, this really big, fucked up, like, actually pretty creepy looking... It looks different from anything else in the game. It's a completely different art style. Uh, and he takes up, like, the whole screen. And he, ba and he kills you. It's, like, impossible to beat him. And every time you lose to him, it turn it shuts the game off, and you have to turn it back on. And every time you come back, he's like, "Are you seriously trying to beat me again? Like you can't do this." And you have to do that like ten times in a row, and then finally, like uh, these like the other souls that he's absorbed come and they help you beat him. So I take it that's not what you did. No, <laughs> Blake. Oh. Um, that's not the final final ending, I don't think. No, I, I'm not asking. I, I'm just oh. saying that's not that's clearly not the ending that you did. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's one of them. I think that's yeah. the first one that I got, and then I had to go back and do other stuff. Oh, you did do that one. I think so. Okay. I don't uh, remember. I did. did you? So I thought you kind of liked the game, but just like not as not much. that much. Like it, very, very, very overpraised. It did some things well. Some of the ending stuff was fun, but like, eh. it, it just tried to do too much. It felt like I kind of agree. Um, I don't feel like, well, I guess I can't really say if, if I feel like it did too much cause I haven't played it anymore past this, but like, I agree that it got, I kind of don't understand why I got so much praise. Like people were flipping out about this game. And, like, I think it's a good game. I think it's a uh, an exceptionally good game. But I don't think it's, like, mind-blowing in any way. It does some, like, unique stuff. 
I think like the last third of the game was really pretty cool and pretty interesting. Mostly uh, at the time, mostly like from where you meet the scientist, kind of everything from then on out, I thought was really cool. Um, but I also was like, okay, this is really good, but I don't, I don't like, for me, it didn't, it didn't live up to the hype, which to be fair was, was pretty huge. Like that's like, like almost nothing could have really, uh, I liked it a lot, but yeah, I, I didn't, I I feel like it was overhyped dramatically. That's pretty much, you pretty much feel the same way. Yeah. I also agree that is definitely like I 100% think Lisa is so much better. Lisa's really oh, cool. Lisa. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. All right, those are the three that I've played. Kill yourself. Jesus. I think you talked more on the post gaming podcast area than you did about your actual game. I don't think I did. I think you did. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you write us in and tell us how long we spent, how long I spent talking about these. Those two sections. Yeah. Get, get ready to be proven wrong. Yeah, that's going to happen. Batch. All right, what, who wants to say something? So I can't remember what else I've been playing, but I've finished. I don't think I talked about <laughs> this last time. I finished Nier. It was just, it, was, it actually lived up to my memory of it from six years ago. The game is incredible. Uh, and I moved on to playing Nier automata the new release that came out about a month ago now and so far it has been an absolutely wild fucking ride it's uh developed by platinum and the story and world of the game were developed by yoko taro who developed the story and world of the game anir and he's done a few other things like dragon guard uh but the fact that it's yoko taro's world and storytelling brilliance combined with platinum's action gameplay uh, it's an incredible game. It's easily a contender for game of the year for me right now, and I've still got um, sup- what people have been saying, 30 to 40 more hours of gameplay, or like uh, 30 to 50, actually. That's so, right. after Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, after, after beating it, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I've yeah, gotten two I've of the game's major endings so far. I've got another full... Uh, uh another three major ones to get and then there's a bunch of smaller not real endings but endings more like game overs and uh i plan on getting at least two more of the main endings and i don't know how long it'll take for me to get the last ending which i might go for okay fantastic game super happy to be playing it um shovel knight dlc just came out i plan on starting that next week i haven't had time to because i'm so obsessed with near automata right now <laughs> i feel like i've been playing something else i've gotten a little into marvel heroes again recently uh that's really been about it though i feel like yeah i don't i, I haven't really been doing much on steam or anything yeah just those oh i did just buy the uh <laughs> The new expansion to uh, Stellaris. Oh, yeah, that came out. I was uh, a few friends and I have been talking about streaming, doing some Stellaris together. Have you, uh, do you own it yet? I own it, but I haven't played it at all. Okay. I want to hear what you think because you don't usually play games like that. I want to hear. Yeah, I'm interested. Like, I want to play it with friends. I don't think it's something I'll play too much on my own, but I don't know. 
maybe once I get into it, it'll be super fucking cool, mm-hmm. and I'll be into it. Who knows? It was uh, like I the 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 problem that I had with it originally. I I really like the game. It's so much fun at the beginning of any playthrough, but then like the problem it had originally was once you get to the mid game, then it kind of gets a little boring and then like nothing much interesting happens from then on. And it seems like a lot of the stuff in this, uh, in the new DLC is supposed to make like the mid game, uh, like a lot more like stuff happened, just a lot more interesting. I started a race of, uh, I, I'm using one of the new, like government types. Didn't you do your current gaming? I'm sorry. I just had to say, I'm, I'm doing a hive mind, which is one of the new government types. And I chose a, a race of like fungal uh, species. And so I'm trying, so I thought it'd be awesome if it was just like fungus taking over the entire galaxy. If I'd be able to do, if I'm able to, if I'm capable of doing that, a hive mind fungus takes over the whole galaxy. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, whatever. I wasn't listening. So I guess that's oh! it. Well, Jay didn't say anything. Yeah. Did oh, Jay gosh. have anything to say? Go fuck yourself. That's yeah, that's about what I expected. You want to talk about... Like... Don't forget, Jay, suicide is painless. That's true. <laughs> I'm not scared of dying. I'm scared about the pain. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't really know what to say. We got Robert to break the silence first. Good shit, Jay. You did. Mission accomplished. I'm just tired now. I'm getting. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this episode thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Take it away, Robert. Oh me? I thought you were about yeah. to. Nah. Take care of that. I don't feel like it. Follow us at Class Gamescast. Mail us at mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. Uh, leave us five star re- reviews on iTunes. Or whatever number of stars you feel like. Yeah, you better. Uh, The end.